0: Ladies and gentlemen. This just in, Alfred Molina, has spent too much time with Tom Holland and has come down with a fatal case of spoilerific disease. For this is Afraid the Alien Productions
1: podcast. Ah, yeah, it is. Yes. Yes,
0: yes, yes.
1: (laughs) This just in, Kevin Feige, tells Alfred Molina, Shut the fuck up! (laughs) Music. I don't
2: know what we're yelling about.
1: We came, we saw, we kicked it's ass. uh, Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean?
0: The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style?
1: Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Hello. Hello.
0: hello! Hello!
1: Hello! Hello, everybody! Hello,
0: everybody! I'm a Kendall Richardson.
1: And I'm, and I'm a Michael Lister.
0: <laughs> and you are now experiencing
1: a podcast called Fred. Yes, you are experiencing it through the system of your ear hole.
0: Yes, that is correct. Uh, yes, but sadly this week we are sans full ear. Uh, because she is off on a little getaway up in New South Wales, um, which is very exciting for her. So, uh, But she will be back uh, next week. Getaway. <laughs> yes, she's on her little yoga retreat. Having a blast, uh, judging by all the cool pictures I've seen on her Instagram.
1: Yeah, it looks good. Looks beautiful. Looks calming. Yeah, until next week we decide to fuck it all up and <laughs>
0: <laughs> She'll be like Ned Flanders and just snap <laughs> uh, Yeah, let's hope
1: not <laughs> I'm Homer Simpson <laughs> You wish <laughs> uh,
0: Bless uh, But anyway, um, we're still here Happy to bring yes, you are. the show as always um, carrying on, and uh, yeah, I guess we'll just kick things off as we usually do by checking in with ourselves. And uh, I'm just gonna go right to Michael <laughs> on this one because uh, <laughs> ain't no way well, you else. could always go straight to yourself. Okay, no, I'm not yeah. going straight to myself. <laughs> no, that's not how we. Nah. that's not how we do the intros. I. That's not how we do it. <laughs> so, Michael,
1: <laughs> um, yes. how was your week? My week has been. Uh, Awesome. Um uh in the middle of doing a well preparing for a show that's uh, about to come out uh, at the end of the year, I'm be doing the Melbourne Fringe. Yeah. So I've been been beating up some scripts because I am a um I'm, I'm script writer, I'm part part of the script writing team as well as the performer as well. So I've been doing that. And also brushing up on my drawing because I'll be doing some some spec some some spec poster ideas of uh, of that. So I'll be doing a bit of a uh, a cartoonish versions of the cast as well. So that that will be awesome to do. Um, and opposed of doing that, I've been watching a lot of shit on television. Ew. Uh a vast of. Uh, Vast of uh, good things and bad things when I say shit. <laughs> um, uh, Invincible episode 6 uh, uh, came out this week. Uh, I watched that. It's getting very interesting. No spoilers at this present time. No. Uh, I'll probably not spoil it at all, but it's getting very interesting, and it's uh, it, it'll be interesting where, where it's going to finish. Um, uh, I do recommend. Uh, and also, because this week... Was meant to be um, me and my, me and the wife's um, date night of uh, Mortal Kombat, but but of course has been pushed back another week. Um, I had a free night to do whatever I wanted just by myself because uh, uh, Sammy went to do her own thing and I did my own thing. I stayed in and watched Frank of Ireland. Ah, uh, uh, enti- yeah, the entire series, all in one. Oh wow! Ah, uh, it's good. Yeah, uh, nothing, nothing to brag home about it, but okay. it was. Yeah, it just tickled my funny bone in the right ways, and I, I, I love, I love, um, I just love Ireland's humour, uh, especially it's it's dark, it's it's gritty, but with a twinkle in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I do recommend, but if you really, if you enjoy that sort of like, I hate the word, but it is a bit cringy at certain places. But they sort, of, they don't do the oh, that's cringy sort of comedy. It's it's cringe, but they just ride through it. It's like okay, that's a thing because everything's like a heightened sort of, uh, so, heightened sort of thing. And we did watch the trailer back, and. It's surprising that the trailer is basically the last episode. I'm yeah. Sorry, really? <laughs> the last episode is, is um, <laughs> them doing the intervention. of Frank. Oh, yeah, shit. I was actually quite surprised. It's like, wow, a television trailer doing a movie trailer thing of actually doing the last
0: yeah. <laughs> showing to showing the ending or showing to Well, much that's the thing. It's thing. sort of
1: it's it, it's uh it's not really Pro- chronological, if that's the word, um, of storytelling, yep. it's like its own separate things, just with sort of the same beats at the same time. There's not, there's not really much um, uh, character growth in it, but, but yeah. yeah, it's it's a bit of fun. It's a bit of good, good fun, harmless fun, and yeah, with a surprise cameo in the last episode. Oh, yeah, you're gonna have to watch it, Kendall. <laughs>
0: Uh, I uh, I could just Google yeah it, probably I suppose but I, I well won't, I
1: won't. you could just watch the last episode considering yeah, it's the I trailer. I think I think that would probably be <laughs> one that you would like. Um, and all the rest, um okay. you know, <laughs> they're fun, but they're not really essential to the actual story. Yeah. Uh, right. Last night, um, I also watched Trolls, um uh world tour i watched oh. that and i didn't expect it to be like a good little thing i mean <laughs> i enjoyed the first one and uh i enjoyed this one i, I definitely like the sort of uh themes and the sort of um what do you say the sort of lessons that you learn throughout throughout the thing it's uh um i think you know not to not to do anything political here but they're definitely doing a lot of uh, ideological like um things yeah so oh. sort of identity politics in okay. in television in television shows uh, but in a good way it's so, <laughs> it's sort of um it's it's not doing the the liberal thing it's like ah oh, we'll just ignore the The sort of differences and just try and live our lives. It's like, no, we gotta be aware of differences and that's okay. It's okay to be different. That that's the basic basic thing. And I like that and it'd probably be a good movie to show my children. (laughs) Um it it definitely has the sort of you know it has the seal of approval from dad. (laughs) Oh good.
0: Yeah, and speaking of dad,
1: I went uh, I for the first time went to a Wiggles concert. Oh! Not by myself, of course. <laughs> I, How was uh, that? I had the child, <laughs> and, and oh she loved it, and I loved it too. It was just yeah, well, fucking great. infectious. I mean, it it was it was great. Uh, I haven't been to many concerts concerts in my life, like uh, music con- concerts, and it's definitely up there as uh, one of them. Uh, bearing in mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My first and pretty much former concert was a Weird Hour concert in 2016. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, I would recommend the Wiggles as well. <laughs> Just make Ooh, sure you actually have a kid nice. with you, otherwise, uh, you'll look weird.
0: Yeah. Just a smidge. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're doing their world tour and they came to Bendigo, and, and you know, don't pass up the opportunity. It was in
0: Just Bendigo? We do it
1: in You think I'm going to Melbourne?
0: Uh yeah.
1: Plague city? Nah.
0: There's no plague here.
1: Or why do I call you uh raccoon city?
0: <laughs> Cuz you like Resident Evil?
1: That too. <laughs> and to prove a point.
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um also in my reading, uh Ooh. I finally finished Dune. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, uh, it's a good start. I uh, probably need to like do a bit more like deep diving in that, and then I'll be ready for the movie to make it make sense yeah uh in my head, right, or you can just watch the um the uh the David Lynch movie and s- <laughs> if you want, and that and the weirdness that's that movie I've seen it <laughs> once, but I probably need to see it again,
0: okay, fair enough.
1: Yeah, that's basically it. And I'm also trying to finish off uh, Boys season two as well. I'm oh. Roughly in the middle. You
0: never finished it. Yeah,
1: I haven't finished it yet. Wow. It was around about that. It was around about that time that uh, my um, Prime uh, Vista Prime. What do you call it? Amazon uh, Prime. Amazon. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. <laughs> Amazon. Prime. Uh, my uh, I I decided to do binge for a bit, so I sort of stopped that and then went to see. It went to see that so i'm finally catching up on my boys yay so hopefully by next podcast i'll be finishing it oh good because there'll probably be nothing else to watch either Mm. i'm sure you'll find something yeah yeah i was going to go to the movies but the only thing was voyages but i don't want to waste money on that apparently oh
0: the reviews are bad are they
1: Oh, uh, they're sort of mixed, but it, I I don't mind mixed. Then I can make my own decision. Uh, But but I was just tired and I thought, oh, I, I need to be with my f- faculties, you know. Fair. It looked like a very ballsy, trippy sort, sort of movie. Oh, so. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, it'll be like watching The Great Gatsby again. And it's going, oh my god! There's so much colour. There's so much. There's so much to do. Sensory I'm not doing the right edge space for yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ah, fuck you, Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> <laughs> you creative.
0: Stop being creative.
1: Yes, yeah, so that's basically my week. Yeah. And nice. of course, I watch *Falcon and the Winter Soldier*. But we'll be talking like that in the. Blah, 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 blah. Yes, we will. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So, Kendall, what have you been doing? You've been doing a bit of watching, and who have you been watching?
0: Who have I been watching? Yeah, well, I've been watching... A, yeah. yeah. With binoculars. With binoculars. <laughs>
1: From your window. From
0: my, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, I've got a vantage point here in my apartment. I don't know why I'm admitting that. Um, <laughs> so, Are you
1: saying you, your apartment's got windows?
0: Yes. Yes, there are windows and everything. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that was a weird tangent. Um, my week, <laughs> my week has been pretty good. Um, I had a really good day earlier this week when Christina and myself uh went down to Sorrento. Um, haven't been to Sorrento in forever. Yes, Michael, you're reacting.
1: Yes. Uh, hi, Christina. <laughs>
0: Hello, Christina. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so we yeah we spent the day down in uh, Sorrento, and yeah, I haven't I don't know if I've ever been there or if I went there when I was a kid and don't remember, but it was really really nice, really beautiful little part of the world, and uh, yeah, explored a bit, and we saw the um the ferry uh, come and go a couple of times um cuz they you know Sorrento's famous in Victoria for having the uh ferry that runs from Portsea to Sorrento to Queen'scliff um in yeah down here in Victoria so yeah that was really cool to see a gigantic boat um and yeah what else we do? we had fish and chips for lunch that was nice and um yeah, but then basically the main point of the excursion was to check out a movie in a cinema we'd never been to. And the cinema, would you believe, Mike, actually had um, a DVD and Blu-ray rental like shop attached to it.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, I know. We lost our
1: shit. That sounds fucking amazing. It was
0: so good. It was so good. Um, yeah, they even had X rentals for sale as well. Um they hmm. were they were like five dollars or less. Uh and yeah, like they had like they had overnight movies, they had three day rentals, they had weeklies like, oh, oh my, my god, I know. I'm like, I'm in my childhood now. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Um so we spent a Do they have like a yeah. section
1: or do they have aisles? No,
0: they had aisles.
1: It was that oh. it, I know,
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> I should have taken a photo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, no, they had like all the new releases up against like the back wall. Um, and yeah. And then uh, like, they had like three aisles of rentals and all separated by like genre and then alphabetized within genres. But then all the X rentals were just all alphabetized. Um, yeah. Didn't, didn't find any, any like hidden gems or, or anything that i uh, unfortunately most of it was just stuff that i remember selling at work that we don't sell anymore cuz it's not in print um so nothing yeah but nothing too too cool it was just the novelty of the thing was just awesome and the fact that it was attached to a cinema as well was was just re- yeah. just really really cool so had to mention that uh and yeah yeah i would yeah. much
1: prefer that than a time zone or something like that
0: yeah 100% Get
1: rid of but, get rid You of. know, we're thirty now and we're old people. Yeah. So I remember when it was three dollars fifty for a weekly Yeah.
0: <laughs> and six dollars for an overnight. And mum and dad were like, Nope, no overnights like the overnight one films were treats, you know. Yeah, or you had to like you had to like wait until they went to weekly before you could get them. Like it's just
1: yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that sucks. Yeah,
0: yeah. Or then like yeah, and you I rem- have to
1: watch it that night, and then you watch it in the morning before you take it. Yeah, take
0: it back. yeah, yeah. Time constraints and whatnot, um, and money expenditure. God, those were the days. Uh, anyway, so we've just dated ourselves for everyone listening, which is fine. You know, we're okay with that.
1: Yeah. If- Whatever. Whatever, fuck the Zoomers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are technically millennials anyways, here on this podcast, yeah. so if you want to put us in categories. Anyway, tangenting. That's all right. Again. Um, I mean, I yes. mean,
1: Zelda is an alpha, apparently.
0: Is that the new thing?
1: Yeah, that's the new generation. It's the alphas. Oh. They're, start, they're starting all over again, but with Greek letters.
0: Ha, <laughs> okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, good luck to the alphas. Um. So yeah. But um, yeah, the world's fucked. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, we'll try not to leave it in a mess when we go. Uh. Anyway. Um. <laughs> so the cinema there. Uh, uh. we went and saw The Father. Uh. So officially, I've now seen every single Best Picture nominee at the Oscars. Um. Which is in a week from now, basically. So um and yeah i uh, i loved it i thought it was wonderful um heartbreaking though cuz like um you know anthony hopkins is playing this you know older man um who's clearly in the throes of dementia and it's oh. just and it's whew, man it's like he's so great he's so charming and so like on a dime menacing um and then he would just you know pulls it on your heartstrings at the end of the film mm. i lost it i couldn't i was bawling at the end like jesus yeah i'm still thinking about it it's been like five days um but yeah i would not be surprised if he if he beats chadwick boseman for the oscar because uh it was a very good performance but um i still want chadwick to win I i don't know We'll see what happens in a week's time, mm. but um, but yeah, and Olivia Coleman was very good in it as as his daughter in the movie. Um, like the whole cast was just phenomenal, and the way the story was told, and like the way, like the way they used the story to display his dementia and his the collapsing of his mind was just so clever because like scenes would like repeat themselves like w- very subtly. Like r- dialogue would repeat itself, and um, and the transitions between certain scenes and certain characters was just yeah, it was awesome. So I'd highly recommend people check the Father out if they get the chance. It's still it's still playing in theaters, um, so it's yeah, it's definitely worth your time. And it's only an hour and a half long, because it was it was adapted from a um, yeah. a stage play, so um, that was originally in French actually. So that's interesting. Um, and I also read that the movie wasn't even going to be made if Anthony Hopkins had said no, uh, because the, the writer, <laughs> di- the writer director who, um, also wrote, wrote and put on the play, uh, was like, if we're making this into a film, it's Anthony Hopkins or no one else. So they basically just waited for Anthony to say yes, free up. And then, yeah, everything fell into place. So like, amazing. yeah, it's great. It's great. So please check out the father. It was awesome. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. I actually saw that when I when I wanted to go to the cinemas but I thought, nah, I <laughs> again I need to be in the right headspace.
0: Oh, definitely. <laughs> it's full on.
1: I don't need it I don't need to be vulnerable.
0: No, no. I was I, I was feeling very vulnerable for a bit afterwards. Yeah, it was intense, but very well worth it. Um Yes, what else? Uh yeah, I don't know. What, what else did I do? I'm thinking, you know, obviously there's Falcon Winter Soldier happening. And that is, you know, we'll get into that later. Um, okay, I'll mention one other thing and then we'll crack on with the show. Um, I took advantage of the fact that I I, I forgot to cancel my binge free trial. Because um, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to keep it. I just forgot to cancel it. Uh, so they billed me. And um, so, and I might I might see how my budget goes and might hang on to it because there's I was flicking through it last night and there's some really good stuff on there that I've not been able to watch yet because it's been on Foxtel, so uh, or you know it's been a HBO program and all of that. So, but yeah, I I basically binged last night and today um, the six part true crime documentary series called I Will Be Gone in the Dark. Uh, and it's based on a book of the same name written by uh, Michelle Mac- uh, McNamara um, who is uh, the late wife of Patton Oswalt um, people are familiar yeah, with his name one, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's awesome and so is she and uh, I had no idea just how intensely she was devoted to this story in this case of the um, the Golden State Killer um in in California in America and uh yeah basically she was indirectly responsible for catching him um via just certain avenues that she started to explore before she passed that ended up getting explored after she had died and um led to his capture and but it was such a good documentary like one of the most emotional true crime documentaries i think i've ever watched and i've watched a few um like i was crying at the end because it was just i was just like oh my god you know she because she passed away like two years before they caught him um and Mm. i was just like god if only she'd lived you know like just it was just yeah it was just really really sad but um it's such like an incredible story and like the fact that it focuses on not just the um the kill the killings and the rapes themselves you know not just the case but focuses on her life and everything that led her to her true crime obsession and uh to this case and then you know and her journey to writing the book which had to be published posthumously as well um Mm. so yeah like the book was and it's funny because the book was literally released like the same month they ended up catching him so it just yeah it's insane so that's on um that's on yeah Binge here in Australia, Foxtel, HBO if you're in the States. And yeah, I highly recommend watching if you're into true crime at all cuz it's it's so well done. Like there's no no shitty reenactments or anything. There's like there's some talking head stuff, but it's few and far between. Um and you get to see a lot of Michelle in it as well, like audio recordings and video footage and interviews that were done with her. Uh, over the years and um, yeah it's just amazing um, I yeah, highly recommend I'll Be Gone in the Dark and pick up the book if you get a chance to um, yes Michael
1: uh, is there a cameo from Patton
0: oh yes he features heavily in it
1: wow yeah
0: sweet. yeah yeah so if you're a fan of him you'll yeah you'll get something out of it as well because well oh,
1: that's what Sorry, that's not what I was actually going for. It's no, like, I know. Oh, he does a little bit of stand up on the. Oh, side. he
0: does. Like <laughs> they they show a couple of stand up bits where he mentions uh, Michelle and um, makes jokes and stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I I think I've seen that one. Yeah, that that he talks about it. Yeah, um, about that time in his life, which is heartbreaking in that.
0: Oh, so sad.
1: And yeah, um, yeah, it sort of makes sense because it's not not just the true crime but how they yeah it makes sense yeah how, yeah how they get to it
0: yeah yeah exactly and yeah he's he gives really great like insight into into who she was and and what he went through and uh yeah and just gen like he tells the story like of how they they met and it's so great um yeah, but anyway, if you if you're interested, check it out. I would highly recommend um, watching it. You should tell Sammy to watch it too, Mike, because I reckon she'd like it.
1: Yeah, she, for some reason, she really loves the um like the true crime. Mm. Uh, but I'm more about I'm more about the fiction. Yeah, that's and She's fair. more about the non-fiction.
0: The non-fiction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, which is totally Where,
1: fair. Um, she she like she she likes I Tonya. One way, and I like I, Tonya, in another way, <laughs> and we sort of meet in the middle of saying, "Yeah, this is a good film."
0: Yeah, which it is. It's hmm. good. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. It really that kind of encapsulates both of your takes on <laughs> crime and true crime. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nice. I don't nice.
1: know why we both both like uh, Back to the Future too, though.
0: <laughs> because it's awesome.
1: Yeah, the time travel. It's not real. Not the. Sport. <laughs> Not to break people's brains, but time travel's not real.
0: Uh so back to unless the fu- you're
1: traveling forward in time.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Back to the Future's a bunch of bullshit.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, anything I agree <laughs> with Ant <Antony laughs> on that. <part. sighs> All right. All and right. of course, and of course, Paul Rudd. Uh, of course, Paul Rudd. Um, that doesn't get time travel because he doesn't really age. Mm-mm.
0: He's
1: a man. Nope. In his time. (laughs)
0: Yeah, in his own time. He's living on his own timeline. He's got a time turner or something. Like, it's just crazy. All right.
1: Wait, Harry Potter reference? What's going on?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to make a segue. Just FYI. (laughs) Okay. In case you thought I was going for one, I'm not going for a segue because that's wrong. Um,
1: (laughs) Can I try? No, no,
0: no. No, no, don't. I don't know. Is it disrespectful to do that?
1: We're talking about, uh, oh, from what we were talking about.
0: Yes. From what
1: no, from, I think no, we're well, so from, far from it.
0: Well, from like but what we're about anyway. What This podcast is off the rails already. fully a save us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she can't
1: save you now.
0: I'll save you now. All right.
1: She, she's gone on a yoga retreat. She's so yeah. stuck with me.
0: Uh, this is going to be fun.
1: I don't know.
0: I've I've had today off Sarah, I, Sorry. I I've had today off and I'm a bit loopy so let's do it let's get into it uh, it's the it's the time of the show we like to call the nerdy news
1: This is the news in nerdy news the nerds that talk about the nerdy news that is us who talk about the news that is nerdy and now the queen of nerdydom the hostess with most s Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall.
0: Oh, righty. It's nerdy news time. And starting off this week, we're going to be a little sad for a moment while we talk about the passing, uh, very unexpectedly, of um, the wonderful Helen McCrory at the age of 52. Um, this was a complete shock to me, having been a fan of. Um, Of her work that's for sure most particularly um, of course for her role as Narcissa Malfoy in the final three Harry Potter films uh, where she brought her to life uh, beautifully um, and very complexly um, I must say I loved her portrayal of the character Um, she did such a great job and looked looked absolutely the part Um, other people of course will know her for her work in uh, most recently, his dark materials and uh, roadkill um, with you, Laurie. Um, and she was also featured in Peaky Blinders as a recurring character um, and a bunch of other incredible films and TV shows. She, um, yeah, like Penny Dreadful as well. Um, yeah, and she was in Skyfall as well. She was in The Queen. Uh, just, a, a, just a superb filmography, really. And uh, w- one woman, that will most definitely be missed. But she leaves behind a, just a, a beautiful legacy. Um, so, yeah. Thank you so much, Helen McCrory, for your exceptional work over the years. Alrighty. Into uh, the news. Now, we got some Marvel news to kick us off. Um, with um, the little thing we teased at the top of the show. Uh, Mm. the fact that Alfred Molina, uh, this week recently being interviewed for, um, his small role he played in the Oscar nominated Promising Young Woman, uh, just had to mention, not very nonchalantly, the fact that he will be returning as Doc Ock, um, in, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. And, uh. I'm surprised he's still standing because the my Marvel snipers like to move in fairly quick on these things. Um <laughs> so that's interesting that he's yeah, he said that and you know, he's not being told to well, they they let it publish and all that stuff, but I don't know. There's been lots of rumors and and hearsay and and confirmations and denials regarding who's going to be in this movie. Um so it's kind of no surprise to hear that he is going to be in it. I think he was probably a rumoured cast member at one point because they're bringing back everybody else, so why not him as well? Um, so, yeah, yeah. Really, really cool, though, to see him uh, confirming ahead of time. And funny, though, considering as well that Tom Holland not long ago was like, oh, yeah, no, no. Um, <clears throat> Toby and Andrew are not going to be in this movie. i um, like, well, I think you're full of shit, Tom. I know you've learnt your lesson. <laughs> you learnt your lesson, but uh, sadly Alfred Molina followed your earlier examples um, and spoiled some stuff for us. So that's that's fun. That's fun. We still don't know what the story is, but you know, multiverse and shit. It's going to be great. <sighs> Alrighty, uh, crossing the pond to DC now. Um, we've got some casting uh, for the upcoming Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Uh, sequel to Shazam from 2018, of course. We talked about this a few weeks ago when we learnt that Helen Mirren was going to be joining the cast as Hespera. Uh, Now we have confirmation Lucy Liu is in the movie and she will be playing Calypso. That's Calypso with a K. uh, Who is a sister of Hespera. uh, So also a villain. So this movie is not going to only have one villain but two villains. Hopefully... It works well because having more than one villain in a superhero movie doesn't always work out very well. So, fingers crossed there. Um, also worth mentioning, Calypso not an original character to DC com- Comics, um, so that falls in line with what we said earlier about Hespera um, uh, when that casting was announced. So, these are new characters being introduced into the EU. so that's exciting. Uh, in terms of DC TV, uh, some Arrowverse news. Dominic Purcell this week uh, announced that he's stepping down as a main cast member of Legends of Tomorrow, which is very very disappointing uh, to hear. But because um, I'm a big fan of the show and especially of his character, uh, but um, you know he clearly felt that maybe he'd done all he had done with the character and. Um, was ready to move on to other things but he is going to be coming back on a like a, I don't know one off, you know, sort of Blue Moon basis, like he will be back again so clearly they're not killing off his character but he's just not going to be in every episode anymore Um, it was interesting though the way it was announced because he made one statement on Instagram um, confirming, initially confirming he wasn't going to be coming back as Mick Rory um, but then people took it the wrong way because basically he said um (laughs) let's see where's the he goes the studios uh the studio does not care the actors work ethic and talent must give them the confidence to question authority um you (laughs) know he's uh, he was like call. he tagged a couple of his fellow castmates in it and said look after the kids coming through they need education they are a number teach them not to rely on loyalty from the studio Uh, So he, yeah, he said all of this stuff about how maybe uh, either the CW or Warner Brothers were just not, you know, not jiving with him, um, which is interesting to hear. However, um, he then felt the need to post another statement on Instagram just to clarify, um, you know, and and it's quite hilarious, especially for us as Australians because he mentioned the fact that he's Australian, because in his first post he, he, he I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but he used the C word um, <laughs> in his post, and that's a common word a lot of us. Yes, Michael, you're going to jump in with it? linguist <laughs> Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, but people were a bit uh, offended by some of the language he used, and so and he made, when he made his follow-up statement, He said, um, yes, my tone was heavy, straight to the point. I use cuss words because I do, and I'm Australian. It's who I am. Uh, He then went on to say, do I have a beef with the studio at Warner Brothers TV? No. Yes, I said they don't care. That's not correct. Of course they do. Just me being emotional and over stuff. We work, we all work in a big machine. Sometimes shit happens. It's life. Here are the facts. I'm leaving Legends of Tomorrow on a full time basis, and I will come back periodically. So, Yeah, so really, really interesting stuff. You want to read the full statements because they're a bit long. I'm not going to read them verbatim but um, very interesting to hear and sad again to say the least that he will not be on every episode of the show but at least they're not killing him off so it'll be exciting to see him return down the track, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, read that and the C word. (laughs) (sighs) Yes,
0: okay. Uh, In other news now We've got uh, a few casting announcements uh, that came out this week. Following the news that uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge was joining Indiana Jones 5, it was announced shortly after that the one and only Maz Mickelson would be joining the cast of Indiana Jones 5. Um, and, you know, again, they've said n- no no word on, on who he's playing, what kind of character, but if you're casting Maz Mickelson in a movie like this, I'm fairly certain he's going to be the villain um in fact i'd be better you don't it. say yeah <laughs> get out of town <laughs> i mean they could pull a rogue one and make him the hero i don't know probably not um but uh but alas he's he's in it and it's very exciting um very very talented man he is so he's going to be um probably having the time of his life working with harrison ford i imagine i know i would so I'm even more excited now... For Indiana Jones 5... When that comes out soon... Yay... All right. uh, in other casting... Gabriel Luna... Um, who was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. As the eponymous Ghost Rider... Um, moons ago... Uh, very talented man... He has joined the cast of... The Last of Us series... With Pedro Pascal... Um, and he's going to be playing... Joel's brother Tommy... So I have no idea... Who, who Tommy is in like, in terms of his character in um The Last of Us games. I haven't played the games, but uh, but really cool to see Gabriel Luna joining this cast and um, because yeah, I really liked his performance as Ghost Rider in Agents of Shield, so I'm definitely looking forward to checking him out in The Last of Us. Uh, and then let's see, we've got some. Speaking of video game movies. Uh, Well, not movies, because The Last of Us is a TV show, but video game adaptations, there's the correct word, Janina Gavanka (laughs) um, has been cast in uh, the Borderlands uh, movie Um, in an original character that was created for the film, didn't feature in the games, called Commander Knox. However, Commander Knox has a tie to uh, a character in the games, General Knox, um, so, apparently, um, she's going to be his daughter. Um, if, uh, people who've played Borderlands will know who that is, then I'm sure you're very excited. Um, I don't remember Nox at all from Borderlands, because I haven't played it in many moons. Uh, but, you know, nevertheless, again, every time they announce people joining this movie, it gets more and more exciting, and I am more and more hopeful that it will actually be something decent to watch. So fingers crossed on that. Um, and then lastly in the news we got our first look at what the live-action Powerpuff Girls are gonna be looking like. Um, just a, a pretty s- standard image really. Um, nothing to write home about, be very excited about. I almost didn't include it in the news because I was just like well you know it's it's just a photo. Um, but. <laughs> But, you know, it's cool to see them, like, in their costumes and, you know, with the hair and everything. Um, It does just kind of look like someone's taken, like, a filter for each of their colours and put it over them. But, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm picking it apart too much. Um, But, yeah, I'm really excited to see Chloe Bennett. Um, Again, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., amazing show. She was um, one of the main characters in that. And, uh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what work she brings to this this show i think i will check it out at least the pilot just to see what it's made of so hopefully it's good
1: hopefully film hopefully what film film said what it would be made of oh film
0: film. oh yeah uh yeah yeah Yeah, thank you well done (laughs) (laughs) jokes jokes Jokes. Jokes. and i didn't and i i i i'm i'm slow sometimes i'm sorry
1: um <laughs> nah it was just a shitty joke
0: no, no, it was fine i just missed it um, all right that's that's the news for this week and michael um what are your thoughts yes.
1: yes uh pay my respects to helen uh, uh um yeah um definitely will be missed. Not necessarily like a big name star, but still, she like a phenomenal uh, character actor in her own right. Uh, if you if you can pick like three things from her f- filmography, I think think you know, uh, I think you're doing a, an awesome job. And especially with Harry Potter on you, about I mean, any, any UK actor who doesn't have Harry Potter, Doctor Who, and some and Game of Thrones. Uh I think uh, I think you're up there with like one of the greats.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Except except
1: for Ian McKellen who wasn't in any of them. But I uh, actually no. I tell a lie he was in Doctor Who. Ah. Um yeah. Well, his voice, but okay, yeah, still counts. Thing. Yeah. St- same thing. Alfred Molina. <laughs> uh Alfred Alfred Alfred. I <laughs> <laughs> Ob- obviously um how her- now, this is only rumour, but what I heard is uh, how they got uh, Tom Holland to stop spilling the beans is they microchipped him, and <laughs> if he says something out of, out of left field, like anywhere close, he gets zapped. So, you know, and apparently Alfred uh, missed the microchipping, uh, and apparently all of Marvel, Marvel's actors get, get this microchip, like, put in, and... And yeah, obviously they, they, they forgot to do Alfred and yeah. Like like um like that like, like you saw it with She Hulk where where you, you actually saw the microchip actually working when she when they actually asked <laughs> are you are you She Hulk? No 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 no. And then the Paris release gets in <laughs> and then they take out the
2: microchip.
0: <laughs> ah, I see, I see. So Tatiana's microchip malfunctioned. And then they fixed it, and that's why she, she retracted her yeah, yeah. Well, she was like I'm yeah. Anyway, yes, great.
1: Yeah, I'm go- going full Alex Jones on this. I love it. We're, well, where 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 Kevin Feige has Margaret shipped all the stars, so there's no there's no spoilers there's no, anywhere.
0: God, it just it's it's making me think of South Park though when Cartman gets. <laughs> The V chip, the chip, and he can't swear.
1: <laughs> so well, funny. surprisingly, the Marvel the Marvel ca- uh, characters can't swear either, so yeah, there could be something there.
0: Well, they can't. They can now. I mean, the amount of yeah. times I've heard shit on Falcon Winter Soldier, which is great.
1: Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't. I just can't wait for the first fuck.
0: Ah, oh, it's not. It's not going to happen,
1: but. Oh, I don't know. Nah,
0: <laughs> nah, they're not saying fuck. Come on. Nah, and it'll be
1: someone, someone you least expect. I mean, if if the uh, if the microverse, microverse, if the multiverse is going to be anything, and in they're including Fox Universe, they say fuck a couple of times. So
0: when when did they say
1: fuck in the Fox? Like in
0: X Men? Oh yeah, X Men. Yeah, X Men. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wolverine said fuck.
1: Go fuck yourself.
0: Go fuck yourself, yeah. In first class. (laughs) So good.
1: Yeah. And if Hugh Jackman comes back for a cameo, he's gotta say that. It's like, Hey, you wanna (laughs) come back? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Oh Now I know how to prove you wrong. Deadpool.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, no, good point. They're keeping him yeah, Yeah. they're keeping him uh, MA rated, so yes. There, will be, sweary, there, there will be the F-bomb in the MCU, yes.
1: And maybe the C-word. <laughs> that we're not going to say here. No. Let alone me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just couldn't, so just on a sidebar there, I just couldn't remember if we've ever said that word on the show, and I, I just wasn't sure if, uh, if our demographic would appreciate um, it, so I just decided not to.
1: <laughs> I think I've slipped one through, but I'm maybe i'm only going to say a hesitant maybe because i do say it every now and again but i do say it in context and i don't say it towards any any female because you know no because that's that's, not good that's awful yes unless unless she's being a real cunt but (laughs) you just opened that for me thank you And yes. I had to slam okay. that door.
0: No, yeah, no, yeah. Please go ahead.
1: And that's the only time I'm going to say it this week.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> you get one every. So I apologize.
1: <laughs> so I apologize to anyone who gets offended. But come on, that was funny.
0: Yeah, it was. No, that was funny. That was good.
1: And I said it to a fictional female, so you know.
0: Yeah, you did. It works.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. On that. On that note. On that note. Um, <laughs>
0: The rest of the news, Mike.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, I can't go to Lucy Liu on that point. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> uh, because they're being okay. Um, go no, but, you just you go, uh, go for it. No, I think that's pretty cool that they're, they're actually um introducing like new characters into DC. I mean, yeah. Uh, especially like I think we said it before, before with Helen Mirren's playing. They're, they're Greek gods, is it? it yeah. it's been a long time since I've seen Shazam. So. Yeah,
0: I think they're supposed to be Greek, but they're not. I don't think they're based on any existing Greek gods, as is. Okay. Like I, the names Hespera and Calypso don't really ring bells to me, unless they're yeah. unless they're like super obscure, because there's a lot of gods and goddesses uh, in Greek mythology. But yeah, I don't know. It's exciting though.
1: Yeah, yeah, and Lucy Lou. she's always good. Always good. Um, I I haven't seen her anything that I didn't like. Um, yeah, same. Yeah, I can't. Rem- I I don't know. She's good. Um, hmm, what else? Mads, you know Mads. Yeah, he's probably going to be the villain. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to be this generation's Christopher. Uh, ooh, Waltz. Christopher Waltz, that's it. I was yeah. gonna say Christopher Plummer, but he's dead. Uh Chris- and Chris- Christopher Walken. Yeah. Uh, there's too many Chris's. Too many Chris's. Too many Chris. Yeah. Um what else? Yeah, that's basically it really. Um first look at the PowerPuff Girls. I'm sorta of, <laughs> um yeah, I'm sorta of with you, Kendall. It's it's only weird um Links to stuff that you already know. Like I'm pretty, I'm sort of pretty excited that they're actually getting to- Tom Kenny back to being narrator. Are they <laughs> to, really? to I they really? I didn't know
0: that. That's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's doing narrator, and he also did the voice for the mayor as well. If you, yeah, if you, if you know your Powerpuff Girls. So obviously he's not going to be playing the mayor. So, but he's going to be the narrator, which is cool. That's very you know, cool. Tom Kenny is fucking awesome. He's, he's great. He's, he, He's SpongeBob for God. Yeah, sake. exactly. And and Heifer.
0: Oh my God! For that's, our yes.
1: For our generation. Yeah.
0: Yes. Oh my God. That oh. was a hoot. Yeah, that was a hoot. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I love that show.
1: <laughs> Showing our age. Yeah. Again. Uh, <laughs> well, Nickelodeon. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Uh, no, Powerpuff Girls was Cartoon Network. It was. Ah, pfft. It was all on the same channel. They are all on well.
0: Foxtel when we were growing up. Or <sighs>
1: Yeah. It all blends in. It all blends. Speaking of blending in, what about you, Kendall? <laughs> Do you like to blend in? Do I
0: like to blend in? No. <laughs> I like to stand out.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Be unique and different. Always. Alright. That's the name. But surely news. everyone's
1: doing that, so it's yeah. sort of redundant.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like if everyone's doing it, then that means you're blending.
1: <laughs> I wear a leather jacket because I'm an individual. <laughs> yep. Yes, we are all individual.
0: <laughs> uh so good. All right. That's the nerdy news done for this week, which beads it's now time to roll on up to the trailer park.
1: Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers.
0: hee It's trailer park time. We are here. We've rolled on up. And we have three trailers to talk about as per usual. Uh, at the top of the three we will discuss is our first big trailer. We've had a teaser before. This is our first main trailer. For Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, ooh,
1: ooh, but are we getting the Snyder cut?
0: <laughs> yeah, Hopefully, there's no in- no interference on this one. Um, that would be nice. No, I'm 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 super keen for this because um, I think I've mentioned on the podcast before that uh, like his version of Dawn of the Dead is probably my favorite Zack Snyder movie, just because. I loved, I loved what he did with the zombies. Granted, I haven't seen really any of Romero's original movies. So I know, I know, I'm, I'm, shame. I am shame. Um, so, but I, you know, I I feel like I can say with ease that, uh, that Zack Snyder did a, a pretty good job of, you know, kind of. Putting his own spin, his own flair on on the source material. Um, when he did Dawn of the Dead, it's just, I yeah, it's just a lot of fun. So when I found out he was doing Army of the Dead, which is not not based on anything Romero did, which is so this is cool. It's an original take. Um, it's not a it's not a direct sequel either though to Dawn of the Dead. It's like it's set in the same world. And like I think they're going to acknowledge the events of Dawn of the Dead, but it's not following directly on. Or connecting too much to it, so that's going to be interesting. Um, but yeah, I gotta say, <laughs> if I was any of the characters in this film, going like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna break into uh, to to zombie infested Vegas to pull off the biggest heist in history," I would be like, "No, I'm peace out, guys. I'm not. No, no." I don't even care if I'm in a movie. I'm nah, not doing it. <laughs> like, if you're, <laughs> you're self-aware that you're in a zombie movie, like, I'm, yeah, I'd be like, no. uh, Yeah, peace out. I'm going to die if I do this. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't understand why they're kind of, like, willing to go in. Unless they're, I guess they're all just so well-prepared and so well-trained. Like, uh, Batista's character clearly seems to be from a military background. Um or a mercenary type background at least. And uh, I'm really excited to see him at the forefront of this because I haven't really seen any of his other work outside of wrestling and outside of Guardians of the Galaxy. So um, he, had a, he did have a small role in Blade Runner 2049, but that wasn't really much to go on. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really, really hyped to check him out. Uh, that's for sure. Um, and yeah, the movie just looks, it looks like a lot of fun. I reckon. Um, I liked how the trailer tried to kind of spin it as if it was just sort of an action heist movie, and then they revealed it was zombies. I'm like, dude, we all—it's called Army of the Dead. We know it's going to be zombies. Like, I thought it was an interesting decision for the trailer to be set up that way to reveal the zombies. I mean, it was a cool reveal shot, even though it was heavily CG. Um, you know, I—that I, was a bit of a misfire, but. But it was, you know, still the intent was cool, and the fact that this, you know, version of Las Vegas looks very post-apocalyptic, and um, yeah, and just this barren—well, I wouldn't say barren; it's full of zombies, but you know, a wasteland of zombies. Um, yeah, just standing between them, and their millions and millions and millions of dollars. So yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely gonna check this out. Um, I think it'll, yeah, I think it'll be a blast, and it'll be cool to see. Zack Snyder returned to his zombie roots because I'm pretty sure Dawn of the Dead was also his directorial debut, so... Um, or at least it was his breakthrough film, anyway. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Mike, what did you think?
1: Um, you know, I can always go down the go down the route of uh, being a zombie purist. is like, no, this is not how zombies act, so blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'm, I'm all about the Romero zombies. But this is this is cool i mean i i think when you're dealing with a, a, a zombie thing it's either you take you take um like the serious route or you take it like so- somewhere cool like um like i really enjoy Shaun of the dead because it was following uh like the sort of um like a spoof movie, like the sort of spoof movies that that I actually like. That it's not necessarily making fun of the genre. It's it's a comedy within the genre, where where because um, I watched um, Young Frankenstein not too long ago because I, I just enjoy that film, and and yeah, it is a parody of the Frankenstein's, but it's also paying homage to the actual. Um, Uh, 1930s um, uh, Frankenstein films and I really enjoy those sort of spoof movies that are like you don't see with like epic movie or anything like those dismal fucking things it's it's basically just it's like oh this is something that you like I'm going to punch the living shit out of it Yep, and (laughs) that gets old very quickly after the first
2: after the first
1: you know movie and then all the rest just die in its ass but with um Zack Snyder's um Dawn of the Dead um I I am sort of with you it's probably my it's probably my favorite Zack Snyder film out, out, out of all, all of his uh filmography uh probably a close second maybe <laughs> um uh, Justice League because it was more coherent than, than any any other movie that have yeah. seen from him, but That's not to fair. go down that road. No, no. no. And and uh, what it what I've heard is he's had this idea for about ten years, and it sort of tells because zombie movies sort of have sort of whittled died out, uh, pun intended, uh, to something that is like oh we got to have the zombie movie out out out. Uh, and you see, like, this huge rush of zombie films, especially after Shaun of the Dead, how that sort of, <laughs> another pun, breathed life into zombie films. And I, li- I like the fact that it actually is... It is a heist movie, but with zombies in it. And I kind of like those sort of zombie films. It's like, yeah, this is the actual story, but it has zombies in it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a, it's either, you know, survival movies uh with zombies and you've sort of seen that before and like Shaun of Dead of course it's uh, a romantic comedy with zombies which is the tagline and yeah this is really really cool um I, like you I want to see B- uh, Batista as um, as as a main guy um i think i think uh he was either going to do this or um or uh, suicide squad he was going to be in that but he passed it up and said like, hey I'm, I'm going to be a main guy in this i want to see how this goes and yeah i'm i'm just going to see it for that and he's also going to be in dune as well
0: yes like i know new, yeah
1: like the new dune coming out the new dune like very 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 soon which i've been yeah. in prepare <laughs> preparing myself for the onslaught of the insane law of 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 um, Alfred Herbert's dune frank, frank Herbert Frank Herbert what did i say
0: you said alfred herbert
1: I s- yeah alfred Melina.
0: frank herbert too
1: many too many names too many faces too many yeah i just love i just like alfred because it's got fred in it
0: <laughs> yeah well done touche
1: yeah yeah, I'm a big fan of Fred, as you can tell. Yes. And, yeah, this, this is going to be awesome. And it's it's from Netflix. So it's basically, hey, we, we want you to give us a movie. And we're not going to give you any notes or anything. Like, just fucking go to town. Here's some money. And that is quintessentially the best way to do, do shit. Uh, you're the creative. We're just the distributor, and I like that as a creative myself. Uh, I, no, no, no fucking shackles. No, no Warner Brothers saying um, because uh, uh, Batman v Superman didn't really perform well. We're just going to cut your cut your Achilles heel, uh, and um, you know. Just just wait for the opportunity to get you off this film. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> so, Kendall, when are we going to be watching this? Finally.
0: Yes, finally. Um, yeah, very excited to check this out. Uh, not too long to wait, thankfully. Uh, Army of the Dead will be available for streaming on Netflix on the 21st of May. So it's just... 21st of May. Just over a month away. Only a month
1: away. (laughs) (coughs) 21st of May. Only a month away. It writes itself. Don't dismay.
0: Don't dismay. (laughs) Uh, Zack Snyder
1: is on his way.
0: Yes, he is. All right. Segway.
1: Segway. (laughs) Nice.
0: That was good. Uh, Cool. Our second trailer for this week is the first trailer for uh, the upcoming sequel to The Hitman's Bodyguard. And that is, of course, The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love and I hate that title. Um, (laughs) I'm very undecided on it. Um, But regardless... um, I just want to say up top that I would have watched this movie without a trailer, without seeing anything. I would have gone in blind on this one, uh, because I'm a huge fan of the first movie. I loved it so much. Um, and the thing that really made it was just, just Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson, just the pair they made. Um, the writing on the movie was awesome. And, uh, what they did with the script was just excellent. Um, so funny like it's probably you know I mean there are a lot of good action comedies out there but it's definitely up there for me um, yeah I, I really enjoyed it so my going into, into watching the trailer for this my only reservation that I really have is the fact that you know there's probably going to be less of Samuel L. Jackson maybe in this because um, the focus has kind of switched to Selma Hayek's character who is Samuel L. Jackson's uh, wife Um, from the first one because now the roles are reversed and instead of having to go and save her from her kidnappers, it's now Samuel L. Jackson's character has been kidnapped. Um, And she and Ryan Reynolds are teaming up to go save him. But then, you know, uh, I feel like he's going to be in the movie maybe more than I expect because he was in the trailer quite a bit too. Uh, But yeah, I still have my concerns We'll see how that goes. Um, I mean, Samuel Hayek is great, but like I said, I think what really worked about the first one was, was uh, Ryan and, and Mr. Jackson. So, um, And the scenes that we got to, like the little snippets of this, the movie we got in this trailer were great. Um, some cliched stuff, but yeah, I don't know. I just love the way this movie, like well, the, this character that Samuel L. Jackson plays really kind of lets him loose a bit like he's just cackling like I've never really heard him cackle before and I really like that uh, like he just looks like he's having a lot of fun um, and I'm yeah I'm here for it I kind of like the way the trailer set up the set up the movie too, uh, uh, with like Ryan Reynolds character going to therapy and because he's having nightmares about <laughs> him or whatever and and then I just like I just like that that transition from the peaceful serenity of him being on this like resort Reading the fucking secret for some reason. Um, which I thought was... I thought that was a pretty good gag. Um, <laughs> and then... Yeah. And then chaos is eru- erupting. I always love those... Sh- it's such a cliche, but I love those shots of... Um, or tr- It's a trope. When, you know, someone is oblivious to the, the, the madness unfolding behind them or around them. Which is... And not to mention Marvel, but it's why... Uh, my favorite Stan Lee cameo is in Amazing Spider-Man when Lizard and Spider-Man are fighting in the library back behind Stan and Stan's just got these massive headphones on and he's listening to like classical music while it's all and like he nearly gets taken out and it's so funny. I love it. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Gold Leader, uh, calling it on myself. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, no, this looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm Again, I was in anyway, so... Um yeah, I just really hope it's a good movie and a good sequel. So, Michael, what I did you can't
1: think? believe I still haven't seen the first one. I know. Oh, I know watch it's it. been on my to-watch list because come on, it's it's Ryan Reynolds and fucking Samuel motherfucking Jackson. And <laughs> and, yeah, boy. And, and the title speaks for itself. It's like, eh, "Cool." So, Watching this trailer, I'm completely lost. I don't know what's going on, but I really, really, yeah, really yeah. <laughs> enjoy it. So I'll definitely be watching this. And nice. I can't really say much about it because I don't know what's going on, but I enjoy not knowing. And, yeah, Samuel. Uh, Samuel. <laughs> um, uh, 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 what was I going to say? Yeah, um... Samuel Jackson probably not going to be in it that much, but I think his presence is probably going to be there anyway. And you know he's going to do a great job um, because it's R. Jackson. Yep. <laughs> and and it just looks like um, the, those three actors are just having a lot of fun, and and oh, if yeah. you, you you can sort of tell that they're really enjoying like <laughs> what they're doing It's like. Um, I'm not expecting after I see the first one, of course, but in the second one, I'm not expe- expecting <laughs> it to be as good as the first one. But this is—I <laughs> I don't know if it—if the first one's good or not. What am I talking about? <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's the usual thing. I, 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 I think because it being a sequel, um, don't expect like, you know. <laughs> the same sort of thing. It's just, it's just going to be like, well, we know the formula is good, so we're just going to keep on doing it like that. And it may work, it may not. Just enjoy, just enjoy the ride. And yeah, yeah. There's not much you <laughs> can talk, talk about. So, sorry. So <laughs> when, a, so no, when no, are we you... going to be watching this, Kendall? Because <laughs> I need to put in the date so I yes. can watch the first one.
0: Yes, very true. you got to plan plan it out. Uh, so, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard doesn't have an Australian release date just yet, but it will be out in theatres in the United States on the 16th of June, and then uh, the following week on the 23rd in nice. the UK.
1: So, it's still up on nice. the air of when I, when Good I can stuff. watch it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say June. I pencil in June for your double header of of of. Or I can do Hitman. something really insane um, and
1: just watch the second one, <laughs> and then go back and watch the first
0: one. <laughs> oh Lord! Why Please not? don't.
1: <laughs> I want to ruin it for myself. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah the idea of that just hurts my brain. So don't do that. <laughs> okay.
1: As as long as it doesn't okay. hurt Kendall's brain, I'll. D- <laughs> no, the first one's I'll watch I it. Release like it. date.
0: Okay. <laughs> Good.
1: Even even if I have to watch it like Good. double the speed, so I can, because it's like, oh, I'm late, and I'm watching it that day. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh oh
2: shit. shit.
0: Oh, oh shit. Boo. All right. Done, uh, done, 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 uh, uh, with our second trailer, which now means, uh, it's time for our third and final for this week, um, and that is the first trailer for Those Who Wish Me Dead, um, which is a really cool title, I like, I kind of like the title of this movie, um, yeah, it's, um, it, it this was a really good trailer, um, except for the fact that it maybe it maybe did show a bit too much, potentially. Um, that was probably my only uh, issue, I guess I had with it. Um, but part, like apart from that, like I, it, it's, it's, it, I, I think it's, it does a good job of really showing you a lot of the good stuff in this, what the story is, who the cast of characters are, uh, in a way. Like we don't really know who the the like exactly what's going on with the villains, um, and their intent. Apart from they have to get this young boy who Angelina Jolie's character is, uh, trying to protect. Um, but yeah, um, it's so funny because it literally, and I haven't played many games in my life, Michael. But I, <laughs> like last year or the year before, I think maybe. It was early. I think it was before lockdown last year. I played uh, a game called Firewatch, um, which visually looks a lot like this movie. Um, So when when I was watching the trailer, I couldn't help but think of this game. And the game is amazing, and I'm pretty sure it's getting adapted into its own movie. Um, You know, but it's so similar to this, so I'm so curious about it. because you know it's about a, it's about a, a guy who goes to work in like this you know watchtower in this forest that looks so similar to the one in this movie and um, and there is a situation like that unfolds with a dad and a kid as well and that too. And so I even had to look up and like, is this the fire watch movie we thought we were getting but it's it's not. Um, this one is mm. however based on a book um, of the same name by Michael Corrito um and uh, he also worked on the screenplay for this movie too which has me excited and the other part that has me excited is the fact that taylor sheridan wrote co-wrote and directed this um and he is a very talented uh writer and director um most known for sicario and hell or high water um and i'm pretty sure he wrote and directed wind river as well um with uh, Elizabeth Olsen and Jeremy Renner. I still need to watch that. Um, He's also a writer on... (laughs) (laughs) He's also a writer on Yellowstone at the moment, too. So, um, yeah, he's got a solid, solid resume. Um, Yeah. And who doesn't love Angelina Jolie? I mean, I think she's wonderful. Um, And it's just really good to see her back in some movies again, because after this she'll be in Eternals. Um, joining the MCU finally so well technically yeah. we would have got, yeah. got
1: like, uh, Eternals first and then.
0: I know I know <laughs> don't remind me please don't remind me anyway the cast on this apart from her we've got John Burnthal, Nicholas Holt Aidan Gillen uh, and Tyler Perry just to name a few so some good names here um, yeah, I think it's yeah, I don't know, I'm just wondering how the tone of, you know, this firefighter with a troubled past will mix with the fact that she kind of has to, you know go up against these, like, they look like hitmen, essentially Um. so I'm just wondering how that's all gonna play out Um. I hope it's good, I genuinely hope it's a good movie, so, um, yeah, Mike, what um, did you
1: think? I think the, the trailer has, what we would expect of what's going to happen in this film but it depends if you actually enjoy that i mean it's something that we i would say it's a trope but it's it's um protecting it's someone with a troubled past uh put together protecting the innocent because they 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 yeah. know something like like one movie brings to mind i don't know why cuz i don't particularly like the film but waterworld so sort of, sort of yeah <laughs> so it of brings to mind but it's such a weird thing to compare that movie to this but it's
0: especially especially because it's like this is about fire sort of and that's water and wind yeah. water heart captain planet <laughs> it's uh, it's the captain planet cinematic universe yeah
1: yeah yeah i'm sure <laughs> you know, Piers Brosnan and Dante's <laughs> Inferno. Because um, <laughs> that's about Earth, because it's earthquakes and shit. I think. I've only seen it well, once. That
0: was that movie was called Dante's Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of something else. Dante gets around, you know. Um Yes. Yeah. Um It looks a looks like a very interesting film and and yeah, it's pretty cool that the 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 person who wrote the book is also uh, adapted the screenplay. So I I actually quite li- yep. I actually quite like that because you know it's then you can't really complain. It's like oh they fucked up my book. Well you wrote it. It's like ah oh, yeah <laughs> yeah I guess. But but um yeah yeah um mm. I can't really say much more about it um yeah. Just the weird connection to Waterworld.
0: <laughs> Which I love. But that's what I'm here for.
1: Weird yeah, tangents for. and weird gold leaders.
0: Yep. <sighs> we love it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when yeah. so when is this getting released, Kendall?
0: Well uh Again, don't have an Australian release date just yet, but it looks like it'll probably be May because uh, it's coming out in the US on the 14th of May and then just a few days later on the 17th of May in the UK.
1: Cool. So we may get it or yeah. we may not.
2: Brum, <laughs> brum,
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah. Ba-dum-tish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm here
1: all week. Until next week.
0: Yes. Until next week, and then it's a whole new episode.
1: Which I can yes. say the C word again.
0: <laughs> yes, because it, it resets every week yeah. Yeah, from now on. They
1: could be my intro <laughs> <laughs> from now on. Oh, no. Just like.
0: Fully is going to come back and she's going to be like, what happened? What the hell?
1: <laughs> and all and all her meditation, all her calmness just, just floats away. Yeah. I just give her. Yep. <laughs> Again peak yep. anxiety because I just say say that awful word just <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, it's gonna be good all right <laughs> let's 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 roll on out shall we I think trailer park is done for this week um yeah that was good cool sweet all right um which yeah I suppose now means... popcorn cost up. Oh, the fuck. week yeah <laughs>
1: Damn delay. <laughs>
0: Damn delay. Oh, Sorry, Kendall. Two continue. separate studios. Oh, yes, yes. Um, It's time for
1: popcorn culture. Hey, how um, it feel like saying hey. it for the first time? Maybe.
0: Ah, it's, it's, I, one might say I've popped my culture cherry, I guess. I don't know.
1: Popped your corn. You like
0: to your. Popped my corn.
1: <laughs> popped your corn kernel. That
0: really. Ah, oh, that really pops my corn. I should use that as a slogan. That I really like pops
1: it. my corn, Colonel.
0: <laughs> that really pops my corn. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I love popcorn so much. Oh, it's my favourite food. Okay. Um, speaking of popcorn, yes. it's popcorn culture time. Yay! Uh, yay! Which means it's now the time of the show where we like to have our weekly discussion... About the latest episode of *The Falcon and the Winter Soldier*, uh, which is super exciting because um, we're almost at the end. Mm. Um, we've only got one more episode left after this, which is very sad. But the uh, penultimate you know,
1: episode.
0: This is the penultimate, penultimate episode, episode five. Uh, uh, the title of the episode is "Truth," um, direct and to the point, and referencing. Comic book history right there in the title. Uh, very cool stuff. Um, and it also yeah, has yeah. multiple
1: meanings as well.
0: It does. There's many, many meanings. Yeah,
1: many, many characters have many truths. And what is I true to do. them?
0: Some exactly are good and some are bad. Cool. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Shall we talk about that insanely intense cold open with the uh yes the uh, epic epic fight scene between uh the th- the three you know uh, the three characters tied most to Captain America at this point and just how yeah that was that was intense it was great yeah. it was really really great but yeah it was so intense but i i really liked it what did you, what did you think, Mike?
1: Um, I didn't expect it to be um, getting into it that quick. Like um, yeah. coming off last week, where I was very very emotional, uh, and my assertions yeah, were we all were. And my assertions were wrong in this in, in this episode, which I'm happy yeah. because um, considering we only had like two episodes to get everything all done and dusted. Uh, anything after that would have been like a lot more. So I'm actually quite glad that they're getting into the nitty gritty. And this is the very, yeah, in, in the terms of storytelling, especially in the fir- first half, it's very quick. And then it just it just went slow and it, in a good way because you had ideas and feelings to uh, ponder and, and all that. But, but going on to the the cold opening uh I really really in wouldn't say enjoyed but I would <sighs> coming off what happened last week it definitely was something that needed to be done uh consir- yeah. considering each character's like motivations and and what they need to do uh to continue and actually finish this actually this series you can you can sort of tell it, it, yeah you can sort of tell with John Walker that uh, he is fight, he's sort of fighting with himself like um, like especially with the Captain America mantle and you can see that with all, all the other characters as well but especially with um, uh, especially with John and Sam and even Isaiah I'm going to throw in there as well, uh, but we'll get to yeah. that later on. Especially what mm-hmm. what Captain America means and how and how should you live up to the mantle, or you should, or should the mantle live up to yourself? And yeah, and, yeah. And it's that word again. You need to be true to yourself, and you can definitely see see that in between. Uh, it can go in a good way and a bad way, especially with John and Sam. Uh, and Bucky's just along with the ride really he's already made his he sort of made his decision of where he sort of fits in the Captain America sort of um, mythos so bit of a long answer to your question but that's no it was a good answer that's sort of what I'm getting with the first scene uh, of Bucky and Sam getting the shield off this (laughs) terrorist ah (laughs) ah Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: How about you, Kendall? Yeah. I, um, I mean, I quickly yeah, watched your well, uh your um video as well, so just to keep myself up, up to date. I also liked it as well. Oh, thank you. On my own oh, thank on my you. own YouTube um channel thing.
0: Oh. Bless you. Mm. Thank you. Um yeah, those videos always turn into like I'm gonna talk about this, and it's gonna. I think it's gonna go for like 15, 20 minutes, and then like, oh, that was thirty-five minutes. Awesome. <laughs> Didn't mean it, but it happened. Yeah, so good. And I wouldn't change
1: it. It's you're, good. Ta- you're talking about it's stuff good. that you like, and and you are exactly. putting it out there for people who also like lo- like to talk about it. So
0: exactly. Yeah. So please go check out my videos because <laughs> I'm very passionate. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No. I no. I just loved it because. Um, I don't know, it was just, especially just the end, like, the end of the fight like, for, was probably my favourite part of that whole sequence, like well, for one, I didn't realise I didn't really think we were going to pick up straight where we left off, basically mm-hmm. from last week, like, the immediacy of that was was, was like, oh, okay we're d- we're doing this, alright, I guess that makes sense um, and uh, yeah, but um, oh shit, what was I saying <laughs> uh, yeah, the end of the fight, when, um yeah, where where I just love how, like they're all they're just done at the end and they're just all lying there and and especially John Walker's beaten and bloodied and battered and 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 all all of that but, and um, broken. I, I just and broken. I just love the way Bucky gets up and throws the shield, at, um at Sam and I just the fact that it's, you know this entire fight it's still covered in that flag smashes blood like hmm. it's not. It's, it's still fresh, it's still dripping like the camera closes up on it, like to just, they're constantly reminding you of excuse me, of what John Walker did, you know and it's just really well done and yeah, but then the fact that yeah, Bucky throws the shield on the ground next to Sam and just the look on his face is just again, bringing up all of these feelings of like, why Sam gave up the shield and, and um you know now it's just kind of compounded because maybe in that moment he's blaming sam for for john walker i guess that's kind of what you might take from that the way he just kind of acts about about like just look on his face just kind of says that to me and then and then i feel like sam to an extent feels that as well when he you know sits up and and picks up the shield and and it's like you know it's supposed to be like the first time Sam Wilson has the shield back, you know, we all thought it was going to be this big triumphant moment of like, yes, he's Captain America, but it's just, he picks it up and it just immediately echoes the words in the trailer of like the legacy of the shield is complicated. Like, you know, it's still covered in this man's blood and, you know, everything that's happened because yeah, Sam decided not to be, Captain America at the start of the series, and you know, which was upsetting. And but you know, obviously things are different now. But but it's just I don't know. I just love the way it's all staged, and the music really just swells in the right spots to just like I said in the video, Mike. But you know, when that when that title card came up, I was just like, all right, <laughs> okay, strapping in, um, getting emotional already. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah. They really know the show really knows. I think when to throw down, like it holds back a lot. I think, but then it knows when to throw down the the heavy stuff to make it count.
1: Especially with this episode, characters like yeah, you could say that this was um, yeah, it was a after the after the first fight, it definitely was a slow crawl, a sort of a slow episode, but but I think it's more to do with probably pacing because i think a lot of shit's going to happen in the last episode and i think they're just going to save it for that so this is a sort of a calm yeah, before fair. the storm and yeah and especially with uh different scenes all throughout this ep- episode you definitely need the sort of slow like like the slow release valve especially after what happened last last week and it's also preparing of what's going to happen in ne- next week and then Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And I assume, because we haven't seen the last episode, that this is probably not going to be people's favourite episode, but it's probably the episode that we needed at this particular time.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, it's definitely setting up a lot of stuff, uh, but we don't know what yet. But it's definitely something that we needed, especially with, like different characters like pretty much saying their goodbyes uh, and we'll probably won't see for a bit but but it'll definitely set up a lot of stuff um yeah and within the fight just to go back on it that I just remembered
0: before you go back to the fight can I just make a quick point I wanted before you go into that I just want to jump in it just you saying all that made me think of like you know this is like your last chance for Petrol for the next like you know, 500 kilometres or something. Like, they did the same thing with WandaVision. Yeah. You know, in the penultimate episode, it's we we got, you know, Wanda coming to terms with her grief and dealing with her grief head on and processing it. Like, we got a character moment and then we're in the penultimate episode in this show and we're getting the same thing. Like, they're slowing down to let us, you know, fuel up and take it all in and, and prepare for the journey ahead. Yeah. So, yeah. It's,
1: I, it's I that... Sort of cat, it's sort of those scenes um, right after the second uh, second act where it's building up for the third third big one. Um, yeah, yeah. What I was going to say with the fight, it definitely shows what John Walker is slowly becoming. He, oh yeah, uh, especially with within the fight where where he's where he's basically blaming everyone else for his actions where yep. where you're uh, saying Sam we could have been we we, we could have been the team could have been partners could have been partners yeah. could have been and also yelling at bucky is like look what you're making me do which is a uh. fucking line that i really really hate but it just makes what the character is he's not taking responsibility especially when he's in his court martial scene like spoilers But, you know, Uh, I'm jumping in and out. Yeah. But that's okay. But, um, it's, it's, it's what this character is, is slowly becoming. He's, he's not taking any responsibility. He's, he's, (laughs) unfortunately, a real despicable person. But, uh, throughout the, throughout the season, you, you do see that it's, um, we do show, um, him as a vulnerable person, he's been he's been shaped, he's been molded into this into this thing, and also on top of that, being trying to be the best Captain America, and and yeah, you some people would give him a pass because this is what this is what happens to veterans, this is what happens to p- people in the, in the service, and they're they're sort of building them up to fail, and and uh with him and Lamar uh saying uh with their little um uh, scene in the previous episode where they're talking about, talking about hey we 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 got medals and that because all our work have been doing but, and he also and John says it's like yeah but we did some real shady shit for those medals and 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 you can sort of see it was like we get rewarded when 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 you do that sort of shit but when you get caught on 4K you yeah <laughs> that's it they they did the thing i i was wrong i will admit that that they weren't, weren't going to double down and they're like well this is the captain america we're oh, going no, right. to have i they yeah. they did the opposite i
0: thought i thought the same thing but yeah. they
1: they washed their hands It's was like okay he's we're, we're throwing him to the wolves he's he he's he's not yeah. going to be the captain america It's like no and he was the one who doubled down. Who said, "No, I am Captain yeah. America." And yeah, so. And this is the thing. Um. I know. Pe- I know people are going to say it's like, oh, it's, it's the serum that's talking. It's like, no, he made those choices. He made the choice of actually taking that serum. He knew the risks. He knew. He knew what could happen and yeah fully, fully, and because he did pretty much the unthinkable, he is now not taking re- taking the responsibility he's uh, he's he's blaming everyone else, and yeah people yeah people yeah. can say he 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 either is the villain or he's he's not the villain and he's just misunderstood, but it's all about choices it's 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 like it's like the alcohol thing it's like no the alcohol, alcohol the alcohol did it it's like no take responsibility you you, you i know their situation if you have the sort of situation it's like well if you're dependent on alcohol it's like you if you can't just blame it on the alcohol you have to sometimes have to blame it on yourself and that's why i can't and this is the reason why i'm kind of liking this series it's 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 more deep than the, than the average marvel movie that we're getting so it's going to be a shame yeah. it's going to be a shame of all the marvel movies that we're going to see and we, and it's not going to be <laughs> this deep or in depth or anything like that but
0: yeah you make a good point yeah yeah because that's 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 going to be telling going forward when we when we go back to the movies to watch watch the mcu because yeah you're right like because the the fact that they've decided to do series is just giving them so much more time to explore these characters in ways that they couldn't if they were just you know two or two and a half hour movies you know or even less less time like yeah so it's there's i think there's going to probably be a debate later on in in the year even after we start seeing them like black widow and and shang chi of like you know you know the movies versus the TV shows. There are going to be people arguing for it against them, and it's going to be really interesting. Yeah. or
1: they're they're going to plan it. Uh, they're going to do it. Uh, uh, sorry, that's a, I'm in the middle of a brain fart. Um, <laughs> yeah, because right. one particular character is suggested to be in Black Widow. It, yes, and I don't know. It's sort of it's it's one of those things. It's, if you if it's going to be one of those things where it's beneficial if you actually know something like behind it. It's like, oh, this is the reason why they did this is because of this particular TV show that we saw. So it's going to to be something like that. And, yeah, it could be the argument of which do you prefer. It's like, well, as as a content consumer, I always enjoy television shows uh, to... To have deep analysis, where a movie, it's it's pretty much face value. But that, that's a whole different, <laughs> whole different discussion that we could talk about talk about la- later. Yeah. When when there's Maybe no later. when there's no Marvel TV show going on and we we have our popcorn culture, which one do you prefer, the movie, yeah. a movie or a television? So,
0: movie show? Yeah. yeah. Yep um what were we talking yeah, about well, um <laughs> well i mean you know you mentioned uh a certain character coming into this so i thought i might jump in with just how like this you know the watching john being reprimanded and i like you, you know you're right he loses you know he he's he's not owning up to his his shit and he's he's losing control and (laughs) and all of that but i i i get i get what he's saying though yeah and i am you know the fact that he's like i'm following your mandates like i'm doing what you told me to do uh you trained me for this you know all of that like i just it's kind of heartbreaking in a way like because he's i mean while while that's true it's you know He's twisted it to work for him hmm. um, because it's, it's he's trying to make it support his argument of of you know the reason he killed that flag smasher which you know he should you know he knows he shouldn't have done and he knows he didn't kill Lamar but yeah you know, he's uh, and he's too far
1: gone to care and he's pretty much lying to himself especially when when he's talking yeah. to he, to Lamar's parents. If you say oh, if yeah. you say a lie, yeah. l- if you say a lie often enough, you start believing your own lie. That's all shit.
0: You do, you do. Except like f- just for that scene though, I felt that um maybe that was him starting to realize that yeah he would need to kill Carly. I think because just the look on his face during that exchange and the fact that he was still lying about what really happened. I think I think it kind of reveal to uh, reveal to us that there's still some good in John somewhere and I think he wants to do right by Lamar deep, deep and down, his family. Yeah. Deep, deep down. Deep, deep down. Very deep in the catacombs um, of John Walker. But, I mean, that's not to say that he will. He may just kill Carly for, like, attempt to kill Carly for his own reasons. If, you know... I mean, who knows? Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? But, I don't know. I, I Just the way he was acting around uh Lamar's family just indicated some kind of change or or I don't want to say growth. That's pretty I don't want to it's throw that out in terms of John Walker, no, but you know what yeah, I
1: mean. Yeah, no, yeah. It's not character growth, it's more it's more building towards of what these characters are going to be. And I think the only um redemption that he'll probably if he does go, go down the route of having redemption, he needs to give up being trying to be Captain America and be his own thing. Yeah. And it'll probably probably be that, and it'll just be it'll it'll probably be a U.S. agent. So,
0: well, yeah, that's what I'm wondering because you know the the first ever mid credit scene for the show happens, and and John Walker is shown making his own shield, um, and it's clearly very Captain America esque, and I, you know. Everyone's like, okay, is he going to be U.S. agent now? And but I'm like, well, he kind of can't be U.S. agent because he doesn't have the support of the U.S. government. He doesn't. I guess he doesn't have
1: the shield, but he does have this. He does have the um, super serum.
0: The serum. Causing yeah, him, that's the so. thing. So I feel like I feel like he's gonna. It's like you know you mentioned earlier. I feel like he's gonna double down on. I'm Captain America because the way he was just so defiant this entire episode that was the one thing he kept repeating I am Captain America like he screamed it at Sam before he snapped off his wings which was just nuts um, he said you know he said it again during his uh, court hearing and he said he said it to his wife and I just I don't know I really feel like he's... He's going to become some kind of US agent-inspired version of some kind of dark Captain America, I don't yeah, know.
1: Yeah, probably with the Thunderbolts and maybe. But, yeah. Yeah, Thunderbolts. I, yeah. I have to laugh because um, you, you probably won't get it, but he when he was in his hearing, uh, I, I would a lot of people have been sa- saying, including me, because I sort of twigged as like, wow, this is like a Brett Kavanaugh moment. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just
1: yelling and screaming and saying I deserve this. Yeah. Give me what I want.
0: Yeah. God. That's yeah. yeah. that's a great comparison. I
1: love beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, not golden. not to be political. Uh, but anyway.
0: But. No, not to be political. Surprisingly yeah, this
1: is a very bad. political show.
0: Yes. Yes. So, um, uh, yeah, we were we yes. were about so, to talk. Shall,
1: yes. Yes, we were about to talk about the huge cameo.
0: Yes, the huge cameo, um, which apparently we would have seen already if, uh, if things had gone according to plan, uh, and Black Widow had released first, we would have been introduced to uh, surprise, surprise, Julia Louis Dreyfus uh, in the MCU um and you know (laughs) what a hell of a what a hell of an intro i um yeah i really liked her little scene um i love how she just she spits out her name she's like i'm you know (laughs) valentina allegra de fontaine actually my full title is contessa valentina allegra de fontaine but you can call me val but don't just keep it in your head like i just yeah her delivery was awesome Um, Or Elaine. Yeah. Um, Yes. Yeah. God, we love, we love her. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So so exciting to see her, um, not only in the MCU but in this character because this is a character from the comic books, of course, and um, uh, this is this is the character that takes on the moniker of Madame Hydra (laughs) in the comics. So she's not nothing to snooze at. No. uh, That's for sure. So, Definitely a yeah, deep cut yeah, in Marvel lore. A very, yeah, very deep cut. Especially considering, uh, again, I'm um, you know I, I will mention Agents of Shield because they they had a Madam Hydra in one of their storylines uh, about halfway through the show's run, um, but she wasn't uh, she wasn't Val. No. She was it was a, it was in like a different universe situation. So. Um, but she still referred to herself as Madam Hydra because it was like a, it was basically like a world where Hydra won sort of situation. Um, but it was really, really good uh, storytelling. But uh, but yeah, um, she also has connections to Nick Fury, so I would imagine there's a chance <laughs> for uh, some some Julia Louis Dreyfus action in uh, Secret Wars. Um, Please,
1: I want to see that scene. I know. So bad.
0: <laughs>
1: just, just 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 the sexual tension just come <laughs> yeah
0: it's gonna be comedic gold yeah like you guys used gonna to be bone. funny.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe she turns up in like, um captain um, um in uh captain America captain america is it captain marvel too marvel maybe
0: she could she could yeah. um there's yeah there's a lot of places she could rock yeah. up especially because people are uh thinking she's setting up the thunderbolts mm. maybe um she's recruiting john walker obviously for something uh and uh you know i theorized in my video that maybe she's p- recruiting flag smasher too no flag smasher fucking taskmaster taskmaster names uh who we haven't seen yet in black widow so and maybe um, Zemo, but that's a and maybe Zemo. Because I really hope we haven't seen the last of Zemo. And I'm sure we haven't. Cockroaches don't <laughs> sure fucking die. Nah, they don't. <laughs> yeah. No one no one who goes to the raft stays on the raft. Uh, if you get my meaning. Um, and no
1: one yeah. really dies in these films.
0: And no one really dies in these films. No. You know. Or they they do die. And then they come back... As an alternate version of themselves, and get their own TV show <laughs> um, <laughs> coming soon on Disney Plus. Um, but yeah, anyway, so cool to see her pop up. I I just yeah, she's only there for like two minutes, and she makes such an impression. Yeah, what are two um, minutes? Yeah, what are two minutes? Yeah, yeah, I, I I loved it. Um, and I was so like I I was hoping for some kind of a cool reveal with her business card because she handed him this piece of cardboard, and it had nothing on it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, is it like UV light or something? Yeah, black light, or yeah. just, or, <laughs> or, yeah, black light, like some, or some kind of like, uh, you know, nanotech situation. I don't know. It's going to be something, she's going to be involved with something really intense. Like, I don't know how much of Hydra remains now in the MCU. I don't think really any of Hydra's still around. There's probably some remnants, maybe. Maybe. But I don't know if they're gonna do that or if they're gonna introduce Leviathan, which is the other organization she's connected to in the comics, so Yeah. Cause they're Russian, that they could connect to Black Widow maybe, and the Winter Soldier maybe. I don't know. There's lots of theories. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Super cool. But it would have been really it would have been really cool though if we'd seen Black Widow first and then heard her rock up in this and go, oh my god yeah well, but now it'll be the the other way around
1: yeah i was actually thinking i think we talked about it like a, a while back when we actually knew the release date of black widow is like they couldn't put it off any longer i'm guessing this is the reason
0: <laughs> yeah yeah basically like we're introducing a character here that should have already been introduced. Uh, we have to get the uh, the wheels a turn Yeah,
1: I'm g- probably guessing she's she's not a m- a main person in Black Widow. Maybe it's just gonna. Kind of no, I don't think so. Probably a post credit scene. Maybe it's like maybe it's like one of those things. like, oh, why is why is Selena Kyle here? It's <laughs> Veep. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, Selena Kyle.
1: Which you gotta see Veep. It's really good.
0: I know, I know. I should see if it's on binge. Is it on binge? Yes, it is. I wonder if it's on okay, alright, I'll watch it.
1: Especially, especially yeah, the la- last season. It. And you and you can and you can come back and say, Oh yeah, that the the last season of this T V show is a whole lot better than than uh, uh uh Game of Thrones. Ha,
0: yes. Well that's not hard though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's how they do do for you. It's how they do female protagonists. Or antagonists.
0: Yeah. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Questionable. Yeah, so Questionable. that's great.
0: Um, yes. Yes, so good. Um, speaking of antagonists, um, we get our kind of, you know, farewell maybe to uh, Zemo in this episode. But as we mentioned just before, I don't think it's the last we'll see of him but maybe the last we'll see of him in this show, unless he rocks up next week, who knows? Um, I fully like expect, you know, the the amount of like connections this this series has made to Civil War. Maybe there's going to be some scene where like uh, Zemo's on the raft and then Val rocks up like Steve Rogers did at the end of Civil War, yeah, <laughs> and and boosts him out. Um, I don't know. That's just me having a laugh, really. That uh, with John but, Walker. Yeah, I don't know. Huh.
1: Uh yeah, Zemo and John uh, Walker. Oh, we're going... No,
0: it's going to... It'll be John Walker. Oh my God, actually, that's better. Because then that will parallel to Captain America's... Yes. Okay, I like that idea more. <laughs> uh, well done.
1: Because he... Because well he's preparing something and he's probably going to be a huge fugitive. But the end of it, maybe. Yeah. Either that or yeah. he'll die. But I'm not banking on that.
0: No. No. Look, I was... That was a really good scene, though, between Zemo and Bucky. Um, although I was, like, concerned for a second that Bucky was going to shoot him. Uh, like, I, I, I really believed he was. Just, I don't know why. I don't know why. Because, like, you know, Zemo's got a point. We know Bucky's different. He's not like any of the other uh, heroes in this world. Um And, you know, and Zemo points that out, you know, you're not, you're, you're not like Sam or Steve, you know, you're different, you're a killer, you were, you know, you were raised to be one, basically, trained to be one, that's what you do, so just kind of, again, remind, trying to remind Bucky, like Zemo just being Zemo and trying to remind him of, you know, his Winter Soldier background, but, um, yeah, maybe that just kind of made me go, okay, okay he's going to shoot him uh and zemo was totally okay with it like he was just like all right i guess I'm, i guess i'll die like well <laughs> just standing there ready to take
1: it well I remember at the end of uh, civil war, civil was war he was all willing to kill, kill himself. himself
0: yeah yeah no you're right yeah then black panther stopped him Yes. Uh, yeah so that's kind of a nice parallel then maybe the fact that bucky decided not to kill uh, kill Zemo and then you know Ao and the other Dora Milaje rock up and take him away. So, uh, yeah, it's good.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I Same, really same say much.
1: It was actually a, a really fitting, sort of a fitting end to uh Zemo and, and yeah, his in a way. and his part in this in this series. Uh,
0: yeah, I kind of I don't know. I kind of wanted a bit more, maybe if that's all they're doing with him. But um, I don't know.
1: Yeah, essentially, I don't think he's like "quote unquote" the big bad. I think he's just informant. Nah. And unfortunately, he's a plot device. <laughs> and, and, and he created a huge meme. So you know that. Did, <laughs> yeah. That doesn't it. It helps, and it do, also doesn't help because. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you prop him up to do one thing, and you know, and he's like, Oh, don't go, no. <laughs> no. Dance, no. dance, monkey, no, no, no. dance. <laughs> Jeez. Dance for an hour for uh, our amusement. All right. Yeah. Yes, yes, and, for our amusement, yes. And Bucky asks a favor to, 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 yeah. He asks a favor to AO. To AO. Yes. To set up yes, something. At yes. The
0: end. Yes, yes, uh, and uh, but before we get to that, um, this is a part of the episode where uh, we get the brilliant kind of. This is kind of the the focus, the turning point of this episode and of the series, where Sam goes to see Isaiah mm. and, and talks to him. Um, yeah, it was just it was just amazing to see. Uh, Really, really, really good. Uh, yeah, just I don't know. It was really great to hear finally Isaiah's story um, outside of what he said uh, earlier on in the show's run, um, like and just describing what he went through and yes, and like what one of the one of the well yeah one of the biggest takeaways was really the fact that he got he got locked up and tortured or, and experimented on for something that Captain America also did in the first avenger. Yeah. Which was, you know, going to save people against orders.
1: Yeah, that's what I was uh, saying at, at the start where um Yeah. John Walker is sort of walking parallels with Steve Rogers uh, and as well as Isaiah Bradley as well. But with completely yep. different outcomes. Uh, yep. Steve did it. And of course, noble and selfless, and where John Walker is the complete opposite, he he does he does he does quote unquote self selfless things, but for selfish reasons. So, and yeah. and Isaiah, of course, does the complete complete same, and he gets punished for it because the government. "Quote unquote Hydra." Let's not forget that. Um, uh, yeah, this is a really, really, this is a really awful, awful situation at the moment, and it's. I was I really enjoyed this scene because I was expecting like a, a flashback or anything like that. But I think, I think the choice of actually having basic two, two characters just talking, and it's more, it's more grounded. It's more, it's more impactful when it's like that. And yeah, yeah. And that's why, that's why it's the sort of episode that you needed, especially what what Sam's going through, and and everything is pretty much on his shoulders now, especially especially with like the mantle of Captain America and also what the shield means. Yes, it's complicated. And especially when you have a character like Isaiah uh just went through so much bullshit and him him being that old, he he definitely would have um seen a lot of shit especially through um the civil rights movement uh he may he may have like parents who were slaves that that were that were freed quote unquote and and yeah and when he said um uh him when he when he said they they were Giving, uh, they were giving out, out tetanus shots, which is something that did happen in real life, where where they were, I, th- I think it was tuberculosis, or or something like that, and they were offering um, African Americans like free healthcare if they if because uh, a new vaccine was was new and it was. N- unknowns to them it was a placebo and they were just test testing them of how how long they they would survive with it so they can benefit but more people so they were experimenting experimenting on african-americans and yeah it's parallel to to real life and yeah it sucks it's terrible and i know that we're very far gone because we are australian we 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 are just outsiders looking in, but th- yeah, and yeah, and I'm happy for uh, I'm happy like stories like this actually happen in something as huge as Marvel stuff. And yeah, absolutely. And and I know that there are some grumblings. There's like, oh, it's become too woke. It's but I, it's it's history, and it's also it's. It's, it's also like um, uh, it has happened in in the comics as well. so if you're going to get really upset about that then you are really getting upset that someone's shining shining a mirror onto history and as lo- as yep. long as you understand as long as you try and understand history then then you're more close you, you're more close to having an understanding of what other people It's empathy God damn it. And there was something else I was going to say. Yeah, take, taking responsibility, especially uh, with John Walker, it's and with Sam, it's taking responsibility. It's like, yes, this uh, this uh, mantle of Captain America does have a an awful history, an awful past, and and but you could say that. Um, Everything that Isaiah, everything that happened after after uh, Steve Rogers went into the ice, and so there was like a history of Captain America in 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 mythos. So, and you can definitely see it with uh, when Bucky was doing the 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 um, the thrisbee, um, you know, practice with the with the shield of of him talking talking to uh, Steve as, like, we thought it was a good idea to to give Sam, Sam the shield. And they had no idea what that would have meant for uh, an African-American picking up something that was quintessentially a white person's job and the shit, yeah. shit that would happen with that. And, yeah, he said he was sorry and yeah that is the first that's first that's the first that's the first step of recovery really is understanding what the problem is and actually saying sorry and yeah it was absolutely yeah the isaiah bradley um scene was heartbreaking (sighs) yeah and i definitely shed a couple of tears throughout this um episode and with that it and and I know tears it wasn't tears of pity it was just tears of anger and shit because we see a lot of shit happening in the world today and yeah who we do who would have thought that this episode would have come out when um when a, when a when a black man who was in who was in army uniform getting pulled over and getting pepper sprayed at the same time so
0: yeah. yeah Yeah, it's like tragic doesn't even begin to cover it really. No. You know? It's just it's just awful. Um But it's yeah, it's I, I I'm so glad it's like you said, I'm so glad it's this is happening in not just a Marvel show, but like, you know, these shows because they're Marvel, I mean, they're, like, the most watched TV shows on the planet right now, mm. you know?
1: Um, the whole world stops.
0: And so I, yeah, and I'm, like, so happy and, and very, you know, thankful that something like this is being explored on the biggest show streaming right now. Like, that's nuts. That that's happening. Uh, it's just, it's just insane. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's, uh, but it's so good and it's so important and it's so right um, uh, that it's now and hopefully it's making people, you know, see things differently, uh, changing perspectives and uh, opinions maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Fiction does have that power, so who knows what will happen in the future. But it's just, you know, important that uh, Mar- the people at Marvel Studios are letting the creators and, and writers of this show, you know, Tell the story they want to tell and use the power that they have to actually, you know, say something incredibly important and uh, relevant in today's society. That's for sure. Um, yeah, and I and I also really like the fact that this whole exchange and by the time Sam comes to realize that he needs to be Captain America is just really. Like reaffirms to the audience why Steve chose Sam and not Bucky, uh, because you know I love I love when uh, Sam and Sarah uh, are having that discussion on the pier, like on the dock, about you know, and she's like, but I you know Isaiah, you're gonna let you know Isaiah's say, telling you all this and uh, about you know how bad it is, would be for you to be Captain America and you, how you shouldn't do it and. And then Sam's just like, you know, well, what, it, what did I write it down? I hope I wrote it down. I have notes. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, what would what would be the point of all the pain and sacrifice if I wasn't willing to stand up and keep fighting? Um, you know, he says that and I'm like, that's, that's Steve Rogers in a nutshell. I can do this all day, right? Yeah. Like he, Steve Rogers would get up. Steve Rogers would keep fighting. He did keep fighting. Uh, uh, regardless of, you know, the situation he, and it's like Sam, what Sam said initially is like, you know, can you just accept the fact that I thought I did what was right when he decided to give up the shield yeah. so, you know, it's just I just love the fact that it's you know, it really, this was this really the moment of the episode and the moment of the series, like I said, where just Sam it's a turning point and Sam has just, come, like knowing everything he now knows, he's still he's like, no, even more more than ever now I need to get up and fight for Captain America and I need to be I need to I need to take on this mantle. I need to be yeah. I need to be Captain America. I need to I need to pick up the shield and use it for good.
1: Not for just to continue the Captain America thing. It's it's something that no. he needs to do for himself. And you can definitely see with with the um the the rebuilding the rebuilding of the build uh boat. Which is basically a huge metaphor for life. Um, yeah, you can you can rebuild your life, but the history is still going to be there, and that's why they're not going to they're not going to yes. sell. It. And that's the same as the um the, the shield. Like the shield, the shield is definitely it ha- it has its history, but you can't. Yeah. Like, I had this thought that. Uh, your past doesn't dictate your future. You can make make your own future, no. but the past is the past is what makes you. But only you can dictate your future. Some something, something to do with that, and yeah, and that's what and that's what I think Sam decided is like you know what, I'm just gonna do it do this for me. This is
0: yeah,
1: this is not. This is not a destiny that I. Uh, this is not a destiny that people have bestowed on me, and he said it himself, um, "Who cares what Steve thinks?" When he said to, bu- when he said to Bucky, it's like you you can't really hold yourself to Steve's standards because Steve was no. Captain America. He was, yeah. he was quote unquote Mister Perfect, and yes, and and. If you and you if you try to replicate that, then you're doomed to fail. And you see that with, with um, John, Walker John Walker and you and, yeah. and Sam said, no, I'm not touching that because I knew S- Steve. And no, thanks. Put the sh- shield in the Mistonian. Uh, M- Miss in the in the mar- in the in the fucking Smith Smithsonian. you
0: Smith- fucking. It belongs in a museum.
1: <laughs> there we go. There's Indiana Jones. Yeah. There. Huh. Yes. Yeah. So that's why I, I really enjoy this episode. Because there is a lot going on, even though there's very little going on, if that makes sense. Yeah. No,
0: no, you're exactly right. Um, and even and I think that's kind of what I. Yeah. And even Bucky gets sorry. a little
1: bit of closure at the end of this and <laughs> a little bit it sort of goes circle. yeah ci- like full the, circle
0: he does it a way um like it's kind of I don't know I guess he doesn't have to make maybe as big a leap as Sam does I guess I don't know um, because they do tend to spend more time with Sam in his journey in this episode I mean obviously we do get uh, uh, you know time devoted to Bucky and his story and where his character's at and his development but yeah they definitely are focusing on Sam more and I think that's probably just to do with the fact that it re- it revolves around Captain America and because I feel like Captain America going in was going to always be the shadow hanging over the show uh, for better or for worse and yeah, um, the man in the moon you know, s- yeah and, yeah uh, you know, no. Steve's gone, but they didn't say where. Yeah. So he could he could be on the moon. Hurry up it and show happen.
1: us his fucking tombstone. I mean, for God's sake.
0: Oh Lord, I want something like that next week. I want some kind of closure as to what happened to Steve Rogers after Endgame. I don't think we're gonna get it, but I want it really yeah. badly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not necessarily yeah. A, a Pete Evans cameo. Pete Evans. Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Sorry. I don't... Why did I say that name? I fucking...
0: I don't know. <laughs> why did you say that name? I know. Fuck. <laughs> I hate that
1: guy. It's
0: okay. It was funny. Anyway. Um. Anyway, yeah. I'm not uh, expecting him to do a no, cameo
1: was, as Old Cap.
0: No, guy. no. Not at all. Not at all. That'd be insane if he did, but nah, I, I don't think I it's don't, happening. I don't think so. No. No, I don't think so. And look, I don't, I think that would maybe take too much from um, yeah yeah it would take take too much away from from sam and bucky i think if if it was like if people knew going into oh if you watch this whole thing you get to the final episode you'll see steve rogers yeah you know that's not what that's not the point of this show uh that's not what it's about but um but no it was really cool to see like i love the fact that sam and bucky are both bros now (laughs) like they're both at a point in their you know, friendship or partnership, where they can actually, you know, be together and be in the same room. And the fact that it happened in the same episode, like Bucky was so clearly annoyed with Sam at the start of the show, and then, and then at the start of this episode, and then now, you know, they're Bucky really realizes that you know he used to pull his head in a bit, and uh, and I, it's like you said with how he apologized. Like I, I, I love the fact that he called. Steve out. He called himself out on because, as as two white dudes, they're not gonna, you know, fully really grasp the the the, the ramifications that uh, Sam being Cap entails. And
1: guys from the 30s, they <laughs> wouldn't they wouldn't know anything about being African American. I mean, they wouldn't no, let them no. fight. So.
0: no, no, no. They wouldn't have. They would not have the. The, the comprehension of what that means as as good as especially as good as Steve was, you know, even he can't fully, you know, appreciate or understand no. uh, you know, understand that. And it, you know what actually made me think of today when I was re watching the episode because I've seen some posts online of people talking about uh the trope of like the black best friend and how kind of inherently racist that is yeah Um, yeah and here we are now with the black best friend being the lead character in his own show and so i'm wondering what those people who have that criticism which is totally valid Mm. um you know what their take on all this is because um yeah i think i don't know maybe i think it's kind of a a good validation of of sam wilson and how important he is to the 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 world and the stories they're telling,
1: yeah. I suppose you can probably have your cake and eat it too because you could say the black best friend is sort of there and then they get killed off. You could say, well, Lamar,
0: yeah, Lamar, <laughs> yeah, like
1: he like he was brought in just to die. That 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 also is a like a, a, a trope, a, raci- a racist trope, yeah, a little bit. And also, like the gay best friend, and they, they yeah. they're doomed to die as well. Yeah, stere-
0: like... stereotypes, of, yeah. of errors past, and yeah, all of that.
1: Yeah, so there's always like that sort of criticism as well. I w- I wouldn't say yeah. it's, yeah, I wouldn't say when Sam got introduced uh, in what was it, the second Captain America. I don't think they had that argument, especially when Sam was introduced. Um, It's been a long time since I've seen Winter Soldier, but surely the best friend was Bucky. And, yeah, I can't remember.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, well, yeah, Bucky is, but, you know, Sam has also been... uh, A a friend a friend and uh, a sidekick, if you will, in the comics and uh, in the MCU, I suppose. But yeah, uh, so it's just yeah, I don't know. Such interesting yeah. discussion. Yeah, it's a had. break.
1: Yeah, it's sort of a break from that mantle, um, and especially in this in this series where 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 John said, I'm, uh, "I need Steve's psychic um, wingman." He's, yeah, his wingman. And it's like, yeah, fuck you, dude i'm out of here yeah yeah literally. i think, i think that sort of like broke that <laughs> broke that glass ceiling it's like no mate we were yeah. fucking equals
0: <laughs> yeah exactly you're 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 going about this all wrong um all right well probably have a couple more things to touch on but i think before we wrap up and i just wanted to briefly mention to light the mood for a moment the fact that i i really enjoyed the the little tiny bits of comedy we had in this episode, which were not... There weren't very many of them, which is fine. But it all, of course, came from Bucky and Sam, um, I believe. Why are you gesturing to the camera?
1: I uh, was going two montages.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, there were two montages. Um, <laughs> um, but no, the... You know, just... Again, like I was saying before about how I love how uh, Sam and Bucky are, you know, bros and everything. But, like, this episode was just really good to see them. Like, one of the other advantages of them slowing down the plot was just having some, you know, lighter moments, um, you know, while they're working on the boat. And I I just, I really loved the part where, uh, (laughs) where Bucky jumps in to help Sam with this, like, burst pipe and then Mm -hmm. he uses and he uses his good arm and bucky uh, sorry sam's like why don't you use the metal arm and bucky's like oh i never i never think i never think of it i'm i'm right-handed like he just he's like he just oh he just so nonchalantly says it and then the part where he uh, you know literally like two minutes later during the montage, there's a part where he actually uses his metal arm to lift off this big piece of metal that Sam is struggling with a crowbar, trying to get it off. And Bucky just walks up and yoinks it. And then just the look on Sam's face is just very funny. Um, and and yeah, and then just the comments about how uh, you know he's like, don't don't flirt with my sister, or I'll you know. <laughs> I'll have my, my buddy cut you up and feed you to the fish. Like <laughs> Deadpan, matter-of-fact statement. I love it. Uh, yeah. So good.
1: Yeah, hey, Bucky, stepdad.
0: <laughs> it was great, though, because, like, you know, um, <laughs> Bucky was full-on just, you know, charming Sarah just to piss off Sam. Like, you know, he all he had to do was look at her and say, hi, Sarah. She was all like, oh, swoony, like, hi. <laughs> I loved it. It was so good.
1: Looks uh, like I mean, looks like Wakanda sort of rubbed off on him.
0: Yeah, I think <clears> so. <throat> I think so. That and the fact that you know Sebastian Stan is just drop dead gorgeous. So that also He's, he's alright. Ah, he's stunning. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, now, <laughs> stunning.
1: now now. Now now now. Now now. We got Loki to get through.
0: I know. Can't I have? Can't I have one other Marvel man in the interim until we get there? Don't be greedy. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Okay. Save, save, save some Marvel, Marvel man, (laughs) man meat for 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 most of us.
0: For everyone else, yes. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. There's plenty to go around. Yes, including you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a male okay.
1: swoon. <laughs> it's like, whew Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, I love it. Okay, so uh, I think the episode pretty much goes out of its way to basically either red herring us or tell us that Sharon Carter is pow- the power broker because she's only in that one scene and she's on the phone with Batroc uh, and uh, you know, she for some reason sends him to work with the Flag Smashers Um, that was very curious Uh, I mean, very shady because she's, you know having like domineering conversations over the phone with an Algerian terrorist Um, like, you know she's the boss Uh, and then, but then, yeah, the fact that, you know, he turns up, uh, you know, talking to Carly, and Carly is, like, fully expecting him to be there, like, she's not surprised to see him at all. Uh, yeah, that was, that was interesting. I don't know, what did did you make of that, Mike? Yeah, it was weird.
1: (sighs) Yeah, I think you're right about red herrings. Uh, it could go either way, and... I don't know. Probably she's triple agent. Maybe maybe she's um, Madame Hydra. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's one interesting theory that um, she is being mind manipulated by Zemo. By, by Zemo, yeah. yeah. I don't
0: know. I don't know either. So. I, don't I don't think
1: so. Think so. Uh, I think yeah i'm i'm not i'm not too sure i think
0: yeah it's hard to tell
1: i don't I, yeah i have an inkling that she's probably not the power broker she's working for the power broker but double agent Trip, maybe triple agent maybe she's maybe she's yeah. working for sword i don't know
0: yeah it's i really hope we get some answers regarding Sharon next week that'd be
1: good well with that. Um, people have said because she, in the previous episode, she she was looking for John Walker with satellites, and yeah, and you know satellites, it's in space and sword and shit. I don't know. Yeah, I, hopefully, yeah. hopefully we'll get some closure by by next week. So, next week, that's a next week problem.
0: That's a next week problem, and then of course leading us into next week. Um is our kind of cliffhanger, I suppose, of Carly and the Flag Smashers uh attacking the GRC summit where they're going to vote on the Patch Act. Um, which is <laughs> which is not what uh the Flag Smashers want at all to no happen. Um so yeah, it's uh you know what I I gotta say about the the GRC those? Why is this unnamed government dude in charge of everything in this series? Like, the guy, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. The guy the guy who yeah, announced John Walker to the world was also in charge of the hearing uh, where he is dishonorably discharged and is also leading the, the GRC. Like, I don't, yeah, and we don't even, I don't even know what his name is. They haven't said his name. I don't know who he is. He's just there, and he's just everywhere. He's just some no-name politician dude. And maybe he's like, the power broker. Maybe he's the power broker. Maybe he's Mephisto. I don't know. It's no, no, too, no. We've
1: already we've already it's decided Not too late. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know that. You know the war room kind of looks like a hexagon.
0: Ew. Oh, chaos magic. Yeah. Wonder's yeah. gonna rock up next week. That's what's gonna happen.
1: Everything turned red.
0: Everything did turn red. You make a good point. I yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: love it. Maybe one the power broker. Maybe, maybe.
0: Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but yeah, yeah. Next week's going to be intense, and uh, you know, before we cut to credits, we get that shot of um, Sam opening the case that Bucky gave him from Wakanda and. Uh, Pulp fiction
1: style. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's a. I think it's a Captain America suit. What do you reckon?
1: I think it's a suit, and maybe maybe the stars and stripes. I don't know.
0: It's. Uh, it's gotta be.
1: Or it's a new shield.
0: It could be a new shield. That's true. I mean, the Wakandans are known for their vibranium, so yeah. uh, it could be a new shield. That's a good point. Didn't think about that. Because you Origin. know he's clearly, he's clearly given up the the wings. You know he gave them to Torres at the start. He's like, you keep them. Uh, uh, so oh, I will,
1: and I'll become the next your Falcon. your your Falcon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. While you become Captain America. I'll be exactly. your wingman.
0: I'll be. <laughs> yeah. Either way, it's going to be badass to. Yeah. To see to see Sam next week rock up in New York and however he rocks up and and Bucky will be there and uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be I intense. Think,
1: yeah, I think it's something special. And I'm really surprised that um, the Foco pop finals haven't spoiled it <laughs> yet. The new suit.
0: Yeah, well they they did the same thing with WandaVision. They didn't release the the Scarlet Witch outfit pops until after the finale ended. Uh, yeah. yeah, finale aired, So they did a good so job of keeping that close to the chest. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I,
1: I, yeah, I think they learned from their mistakes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Or do you have any yeah. before before we wrap up, Mike? Do you have any theories of what how the show might end? Going
1: into next week, uh, some some big Marvel like CGI bullshit like they usually do. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah, it's probably going to be a big battle because oh yeah, yeah because you got super soldiers, you got you, you got Bucky coming back, um, and you got Sam in his new suit, new wings. New Captain yep. America. And yep. then and and then you got John Walker saying, No, I'm I'm Captain America. It's
2: like
1: <laughs> it's like, hey America, what who would you prefer? Me or him? And there's probably gonna be a huge divide of people siding with either John or Sam. But come on, it's Uncle Sam. He's the name's right there. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah, so I'm expecting something, like, big and spectacular, and and hopefully it will go for an hour and 20 Yeah, week.
0: I feel like, yeah, I feel like if this episode was an hour, I, I feel like we're going to get a long one next week. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because they've got to have, they've got to have their big fight, and, uh, and then they've got to wrap everything up uh, yeah. in some way, or leave cliffhangers, because I'm very convinced there will be a second season of this, so...
1: Or a second season, but probably a different name. Yeah,
0: yeah. But Not it's necessarily
1: like, called Falcon and the no, Um Soldier. Cap and yeah. Yeah. Cap'n Buck. Yeah, Cap and Buck. Cap Buck. Cap Buck. Cap Buck. Uh, <laughs> Cap Buck. <laughs> Cap Buck. Running, buck. buck. <laughs> rune, 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 no, um, yeah, when I say an hour and twenty, I'm leaving ten minutes for, for fucking credits. For credits, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> and then a post scene. We're gonna get and a yeah. credit scene.
0: Absolutely, we'll get a mid, we'll get a mid credit scene and a post credit scene next week. I reckon,
1: yeah. They'll lead us into something.
0: Something. Who knows? Uh,
1: the next movie that's um, Earthbound. Um, um maybe, uh, maybe Black Widow. I don't know. If they're going to work it backwards,
0: yeah. Look, they they could definitely retcon some Black Widow connection. I think only because they hadn't finished filming Falcon Winter Soldier before COVID, so uh, yeah. There's they definitely would have had an opportunity to to do that if they really wanted to. So, uh, so who knows? It's exciting. Mate.
1: Yeah, maybe something. Oh, maybe something about uh, Armor Wars. Maybe.
0: Yeah, I wonder if Rodi will come back. Because, you know, he was just in the first He was episode. in the first one, yeah. Yeah. Rodi could come yeah, m-
1: back. Maybe that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm stamping that. I'm putting that. I'm putting. that. That's my yeah. secret. It's gonna, I'm putting that out in the universe. And if I'm right, then I get a cookie or something. Yay. Awesome. You're
0: right. You, you Probably. deserve a cookie.
1: Yeah, probably my biggest nitpick from this uh, episode was how did the flag smashes get into America? Yeah. Considering well, they've, the
0: They've they've got look, they've got a lot of people on their side, clearly. We know yeah. they've they've well they've well established that, so I'm guessing one of you know, one of their supporters would have stuck them in somehow. I don't know.
1: A hype a high profile um, terrorist <laughs> group just sneaks into America <laughs> when everyone's on high alert <laughs> uh,
0: oh well <laughs> one world one people mike <laughs> yeah 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 i know no you make a good you make a good point but yeah I'm, world, i i was people. able to i was able to get past that with like oh yeah they've got they friends in high places. So.
1: Well, yeah, I did first viewing, and then I just thought about it's like, wait a fucking sec.
0: <laughs> well, that's how I felt about uh, the fact that John's arm was still in a sling for like the whole episode. I mean, I'm sh- it, it did look like they did a number on his arm, pulling that shield off, but he has the serum, right? Like, why wouldn't he have healed?
1: Probably, probably because it's the second day, and then him building the thing. I think it's been a couple of days. A couple oh, yeah, true.
0: He didn't a couple of days. Uh, yeah, he didn't have the um, he didn't have the the sling on in the mid credit scene. So yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I guess because and and I suppose it's like like I said this in my video too, but the fact that it's not the Steve Rogers serum. Either no. it's the new, it's the newer, pr- newer improved version. So, uh, yeah, maybe that would also have something to do with it. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Know.
1: True. Yeah. 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 Uh, looking forward to next week. Yes. It's all done and dusted.
0: All done and dusted. Absolutely. When one
1: division was about grief, this one's about um, um, historic, like atrocities and and PTSD, blah blah blah.
0: Yeah, like. heavy shit.
1: And Loki is probably going to be something about bullshit. <laughs> is there going to be any hidden hidden deeper meanings with Loki? I don't know.
0: I am sure. I'm sure there will be something. They're going to explain they're going to be able to explore him uh, like they have all these other characters uh, in, in such deep and intimate ways I think uh, you know we're going to get to meet a Loki we've never seen before and uh, and, you know I was reading uh, an interview Tom Hiddleston did earlier in the week with uh, Empire magazine and he said one thing he said was apparently like hinting at why the logo is like all these different? It's all the different characters. Like it's not the same font. Uh, is like a big kind of hint as to what to expect from the show. Like about how there's going to be clearly there's going to be a lot of different versions of Loki in this, and uh, uh, yeah, I think we'll get to to go deep into h- different versions of him, and yeah, and his psyche and his his journey and and stuff. It's going to be. And he'll probably, look, he'll probably still have daddy issues because as far as he's concerned, uh, Odin's not dead and uh, he never made amends with him or anything. So, yeah. I don't know. And Thor will be mentioned, I'm sure, quite a bit. So, yeah. It's going to be good. We and his mum's still alive, it. isn't she? No, Uh yes. Oh,
1: mum. I mean.
0: No, no, yeah, stepmum, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so at this point... Yeah, because he's Avengers Loki, so the Dark World hasn't happened for him. No. So, uh, as far as he's concerned, yeah, both Frigga and Odin are still alive. Yeah. And, and, and Asgard is in one piece, so...
1: Yeah, still around. <laughs> yeah. Hasn't gone through Ragnarok.
0: No, it's still got some good foundations.
1: Until he finds out it's like he's got nothing left. Yeah. Yeah, and that's going to be...
0: Yeah, that's gonna be I, I hope they do something like that where they explore the fact that he's out of time and uh, you know, has to kind of face the fact that in the main timeline, you know, not only is he dead, but most pretty much everyone he knew and loved is also dead. So Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be intense. Maybe some more maybe some more grief counselling. Who knows? Yeah. I'd like to yeah. see I'd like to see Loki in therapy. That'd be funny.
1: Well, who knows? That's probably the the post credit scene. It's uh, Sam counseling Loki.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or oh, no, it's no, it's that uh, that ca- the 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 therapist from earlier in the series, just talking to Loki <laughs> about <laughs> about his issues. I to yeah. see that now. That'd be good. Anyway, I yeah. Think we've we have, we have discussed and, and tangented long enough. Uh, that was, yeah, that was great. Really good. Episode 5 of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Truth. Um, very, very cool episode. Um, very important episode. And, uh, yeah, it sets up one hell yeah. of a finale, I reckon. So, stay tuned for next week when we'll be back talking... Uh, everything about the finale. Yeah, we're either gonna be
1: Soldier. um satisfied or bitterly disappointed.
0: I feel like we'll be satisfied. I don't know. I, I
1: feel like I might creep in the middle. <laughs> I'm not gonna set myself up too much.
0: No, that's fair. I, I'm yeah, I'm too biased to to not <laughs> kind of <laughs> set myself really? up like
1: that. You don't, you don't show your bias that much about Marvel shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I know. That's really out of character for me, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I need to talk to Mr. Black soon.
0: Yeah. How dare you say that name? <laughs> Why would you say, that name? Why would you say that name? <laughs> All right. That'll do it for Popcorn Culture. Yes. 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 Done. Done and dusted. Um, Done. So, yeah. Which means now it's time to check in with Fred and what's up so yeah not a lot with me just again this wonderful podcast uh, and my non-scripted ramblings videos on youtube please go check them out uh all my falcon winter soldier ones and my trailer reactions and my wonder vision reviews it's, there's a lot there so and yeah so I guess, yeah, just that, all of that stuff. Uh, Folia and I will be doing the monthly when she comes back from her lovely getaway. So uh, that's going to be fun to decide what we're going to do. And uh, yeah, and then one other really cool thing I'm going to mention, Mike, on the podcast this week, uh, that I got together with Wayne again during the week for another another fearsome friday recording uh-huh. and i don't usually like to drop spoilers on what we talk about this early uh but i thought you might be happy to find out or furious depending um we reviewed a nightmare on Elm street oh uh, he's given me nothing <laughs> god damn it <laughs> Nothing, or or is that silent rage that's building? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, God. I shouldn't have said anything.
1: (laughs) You fucking what?
0: We did! We did. We are going to be... <laughs> Wayne's gonna... Wayne, Wayne's gonna flip. Um, We are going to be reviewing both Jason and Freddy alongside each other chronologically through the franchises.
1: <laughs> I was thinking you were probably doing that because you've just done the first three of... Of Friday the 13th? Yes. And that is uh, release date order?
0: Yes. <sighs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't tell if you're actually pissed or if you're having a joke with me right now.
1: Bit of column A, bit of column B. Yeah, fair enough. Uh. Fair enough.
0: all right well at least at least maybe this will be a good indication for Wayne uh when he listens to this that we should get you on board with the uh the Freddy movies for for the review because there's a heap of them and we've only done the first one so yeah 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 <laughs> I love you and I'm sorry. (laughs) Eh, it's (laughs) alright. I have
1: have no jurisdiction (laughs) over what Fred (laughs) what Fred Watcher does, but it's all good. (laughs) Okay, Uh... (laughs) Okay.
0: Okay. Okay, um, all right. So, I'm the worst person in the world right now. <laughs> no, don't. don't. <laughs> I mean,
1: I can completely ruin our friendship and call you a big C, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no. 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 Wayne's the big C. Wayne's the big <laughs> <laughs> Wayne. <laughs>
0: Wayne is the big C. Yes. Oh dear. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have words off the air.
1: So <laughs> um. <laughs> good. So good. Ah. Oh well. So <laughs> good.
0: Okay. All right. I hate myself. Um. Don't. So, don't. So. <laughs> if
1: I'm. No, nah, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> okay. It's all good.
0: Ah. Uh, I wish Wayne had been here for that. It would have been so <laughs> good. He would have said it a lot better. Anyway, I've ruined the show. Um, okay, so that's 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 it for me. Feel yep. free, feel feel free, Mike, to edit out whatever you want. Um, no, no,
1: no, I'm putting it all in.
0: <laughs> it's, it's
1: good content. Good content. <laughs> Um, uh,
0: what's what's up with uh, with you for for Fred and if you're not doing any Fred things, what are the things or on the horizon?
1: Well, I was um, I was trying to do some Fred things, but um, things that needed to be done cropped up, especially with uh, stuff that I'm doing for Melbourne Fringe yes. later on. So so I had to put a lot of Fred stuff on the back burner. Uh, I was. Pff, Unfortunately, I was actually hoping to do a a uh, a um, a uh, Game of Thrones uh uh 10th anniversary sort of special video me talking about the first season. Yeah. But that fell about about the wayside so I'll probably wait for the 20th anniversary so uh, so see you in 10 years everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look forward to it. Oh mate.
1: My- yeah, or maybe I'll just bunch it all. Oop, sorry, I just kicked the microphone. I'll leave that in. Good content. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll I'll chuck everything in and just talk about the entire thing because uh, I read the first first book and I was happy happy I did that and so. Oh. Great. Yeah, so that's basically what I've been doing, and okay. the and this um this um particular uh, podcast. And no other podcasts. <laughs> um, I'll be doing this one. And that's all. <laughs> no, no other podcasts uh, that come oh, to mind.
0: I know. Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, do you actually feel bad because I'll I, I won't do a bit about this?
0: No, you can do a bit. I deserve it. Go for it.
1: No, you don't deserve it. Do whatever you
0: want to do.
1: Okay, okay. Uh uh, <laughs> uh I don't know. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to be mean about it. No, no, it, go this, for is, it. this is true, Michael, coming through. It's very rare, but it's, it's right. <laughs> You do It's all right, Kendall. You can do whatever you like. Okay. Freddie Freddie can, can can be shared.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 That's good. All right. Yes. We will share Freddy. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Yes. Hmm. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. So that's basically what I've been doing for Fred. (laughs) And not Freddy. Yeah. I'm
0: done.
1: I'm done. You're done. (laughs)
0: I don't I don't deserve the segue. It's fine. Um, oh sorry.
1: I <laughs> completely blew my mind. Sorry.
0: <laughs> it's okay.
1: Uh Segway yeah. Kendall. <laughs> Do you like Segway's Kendall? You know, <laughs> the two wheel bullshit. That was very popular for about two years.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, no, the idea of riding on one gave gave me a lot of pause, so I I'd never Had an interest in writing a segue, but I like to write a segue from one topic to another.
1: Hey, Uh,
0: puns. Uh, Yeah, cool. All right. Well, I think that should probably wrap up this show. I hope everybody listening enjoyed themselves as well as both of us. Yeah.
1: And so say all of us. And so, and
0: so say all of us. Yes. Yes. All right. (laughs) Well, until next time.
1: And, and that,
0: that was, a, was podcast a podcast called Fred. Fred. Synced. Yeah, yeah synced, hopefully. Um, <laughs> hey, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Fusion Podcast and Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, FredTheAlienProductions.com, and follow the link to our Red Bubble where you can get.
1: Apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery. With our unique Fred the Alien designs, our talented team. Unibuns, incompetent gamers, our live stage shows, and more. And that was the Fred Plugs! Hey, it sure was.
0: I have been a Kendall Richardson.
1: And I've been a Michael Lister.
0: And you've just experienced experienced a podcast a podcast called
1: called Fred. Fred. Remember to eat beef.
0: Remember to eat
1: the beef. Do you remember when we used to eat beef? Remember?
0: (laughs) Oh my god. I was not expecting a Michael Jackson reference. That's great. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening, everyone.
1: Yes. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yes. And make sure you listen to all our podcasts, including <laughs> the, the the Winifreds uh, at the Monthly, and including this one. Yes. 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 That's all.
0: That's all. <laughs> They're the, early ones. No,
1: they're the only ones. they're the only ones that are do. important.
0: Okay. Yes.
1: <laughs> I do believe I could be mistaken, but I'm okay. not sure. Okay.
0: Okay. bye uh, everybody.
1: Uh, 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 goodbye, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, goodbye, everyone, and and see. <laughs> I suppose uh, Freddy lives. Yes, he does. Maybe. Yes, he does. He's dead now. <laughs> oh, God. He's dead to me now. No ah, more. No. <laughs> no. One, two. Freddy's not coming for me. <laughs> mm. Bye, everyone. Bye.